Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Forever. And nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. That's right. David Bowie knows how to count. And I know how to host the best show, because it's the best show you're ever going to hear in your life. It's the best show. What do you want? What part of the best show don't you understand? Now you try the rest, you try the best. It's like a pizza box tonight on the show. A live set from the amazing Water From Your Eyes, one of the best bands going, and we've got them on the best show. Get ready for that. You're not going to believe it. Also, tonight, the topic... What animal do you wish would kill you? The phone number, 201-989-0012. That's the number if you want to get in on the action and be a part of the magic. That's how the best show works. You call up, you talk to me, you tell me what animal you want to tear you apart. That's how it goes, and we're going to have fun tonight. Play the theme, please. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the best show here on a Tuesday night in November of 2023. It's November now. We have two months to go in this year. Then 2023 is in the books. And I just want to say this. My 2023 bingo card. I did not have uh, anything on it. Because I don't play bingo. Bingo's for gamblers and gambling's evil. And uh, me and my crew are going to start protesting outside church basements. Shutting it down. Opal started us off. Remember Opal? Anybody? Opal? Uh, You probably know them as Mazzy Star, but others of us know them as Opal. They were the best. 
they were not Mazzy Star. They were element. They were p- players moved forward into Mazzy Star. Opal would be pre Mazzy Star. That song is called Rocket Machine, and it was from their only proper studio album, which is called Happy Nightmare Baby. Came out on the SST label, which means it's not in print anymore. What do I always think of Rod Roddy when I hear that sound? You should have had a thing where, like, when you go visit the grave of Rod Roddy, the great, it's like pressure sent, triggered to That's what I want for my grave. I want to get for my grave a hand that just shoots up every half hour. A hand shoots up and it goes and it it will go back down. Sometimes it comes up holding a Snickers bar. Sometimes it's holding a rat. Sometimes it's holding a bone. Sometimes it's holding a different skeletal hand. I got this whole thing figured out for when I'm gone. Yeah, thank you in the chat. You like rant? When Bob Dylan, you like rant? Talking to those kids. Can someone find me the clip where Bob Dylan says, you like rant? To those kids. 1988 was the year he's shooting his movie in Canada. Meet some teens in a parking lot. And they's like, oh, we like Ozzy. You guys like rant? You like rant? Who knows how Rat ended up on his radar, but Rat clearly ended up on Bob Dylan's radar. Not unlike when he was on his radio show and would talk about things like this. This is a song from the play Them Yankees. I don't mean the band that Ted Nugent is in with those guys with sticks. Damn Yankees is a musical comedy. If you wondered whether Bob Dylan knew about hard rock supergroup Damn Yankees, the answer is yes. The phone number is 201-989-0012. I want to tell you all a couple things. I'm going to request, can we put the air on but not all the way on? Just a nice little breeze. Sure thing. Thank you, Andrew. What do I got to talk? We were not here last week. We took the week off. Uh, I hope everybody got through without a best show. But we're back. Guess who's back, right? Back again. Best show's back. Does Tom like rat? Fun thing. I don't. Rat. Come on, guys. What am I, 11? Sure. Do I like Robin Crosby, Stephen Piercy, Bobby Blotzer, uh, Warren uh, Demartini? For a band that I don't like, I named four of the five members, and I'm just blanking on the fifth. I could come up. It would be uh, Juan Crucio. Yes, thank you. Somebody, me asking to have the air put on should be on your 2023 bingo card. So... I want to tell you about a couple things. First of all, big show coming up later. We have Water From Your Eyes live set. One of the best live sets we've had yet. Get ready for that. 
Your head's going to explode with that one. Then, a killer topic. What animal do you wish would kill you? And that was created by Matt Fraction, and Matt's going to be here with us to talk about that. One of the rare someone creates a thing and is actually able to be here to see the thing come to life. It's going to be very exciting. 201-989-0012. And I have another announcement to make. I think I might do that one now. Brett, are we ready to do that announcement? We are. Well, guess what, everybody? Los Angeles, I've got a surprise for you. December 11th, an evening with Tom Sharpling at Zebulon. Put the graphic up. Look at that. A completely original graphic, not taken from any movie. December 11th, I will be doing a show at Zebulon called An Evening with Tom Sharpling. Now, get this. Zebulon's not a big place. It's in Los Angeles. It's one of the best places. Tickets go on sale on Friday, right? Except... If you are a member of the best show, Patreon, you will get a code that makes it so you can buy a ticket tomorrow morning. You'll get a code. I'm going to put the code in the Patreon as soon as the show's done. And I'm just going to say this. Do I know what I'm doing in this show? Yeah, I got some stuff planned. Do I know exactly what I'm doing? Nah, I don't. We're right. We got a month. I'm writing the show all month long. It's going to be the best thing you ever saw in your life. If you haven't seen much. A caveat. No, it's going to be fun. It's going to be pretty amazing. December 11th. An evening with Tom Sharpling. At Zebulon. In Los Angeles, get ready. Don't miss it. Tickets go on sale uh, Friday for the regular slobs. You know, for the people when they, you know, the, I don't want to say it like this. The people who bite when they bite into a sandwich or ketchup gets all over their shirt or, you know, they slip on a banana peel. For the winners, a.k.a. Best Show Patreon supporters over at patreon.com slash the best show. You're going to get the code. I'm putting the code right in the chat as soon as I'm done with the show tonight. And then that's how you get your tickets. Let's see when they go on. So I think it's 10 a.m. Let me double check. Let me double check when the tickets go on sale. And I'll tell you one thing. If I find out anybody does a 50 cent move, what he did to Ja Rule, and they buy every ticket, and then no one shows up, I'm going to be so mad. I'm going to be so mad. 10 a.m. tomorrow for Patreon people, 10 a.m. on Friday for everyone else. 
and Evening with Tom Sharpley. What do you think about that, Pat Byrne? Who, me? Yes, you. Well, I'm surprised, happy, excited, and Mm. I wish I could go. Mm -hmm. Do you wish you could go, Mike? Yeah, it sounds uh, like a f- lot of fun. Um, you're going to do a lot of uh, impressions. Uh, you're going to do some uh, prop comedy. Oh, Mike. <laughs> Let's just say. I don't know exactly what's going to happen. We got some ideas. This is what happen. I'll tell some stories. There will be somebody in the chat just said. Will there be vape triloquism? There might. There might be some vape triloquism, which I cornered the market on, by the way. Nobody has done combined vaping and ventriloquism the way I have. Pioneer. Like, I don't want to say the word. uh, These are the people that I. Neil Armstrong. Hmm. Uh, who the else? Vape, who who's the, that? The vape industry was already worried that they weren't appealing enough for kids. That's exactly. This is when you, you see, saved them. When you see me up there with the ventriloquist dummy, it is pretty much a green light for children to start vaping. <laughs> what do you think of that, Jason Gore? I think it's time for kids fast, to start vaping fast, and loving yeah. it. Fastest one to the thing today was Jason Gore. You get two points. Two points. Thank you. Um, I thought we weren't doing points anymore. Is that a? Does that equal a carrot? You get you get a carrot. Oh my god! It's the rare carrot. Oh my god! Well, you're a little too into it. Oh god! You're a little too into it. You get nothing. You get I'm excited. Nothing. You, uh, I'm excited. Hold man. on! I got Pat. I got Mike. I okay, got Jason. Right, that right. sounds like I got. Uh oh. The shortest, okay. He said, this mic needs more men. Four men. Horse men. And that was it. Here come the horse men. Four horse men. Yeah, there is the four horsemen back on the air. Reunited. And it feels so good. Mike, how many trick-or-treaters did you get this year? I got less than 10. Less than 10. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yeah it was a, a wipeout. Did um, you have the light on? Well, I did have the light on. I Were you flicking I was it so, on and off? Know, I was attentive to the door. I'm looking out the window. I was getting passed up by people. Uh, oh, my friend worst. blames it on yeah. my lack of decorations. Mike, I should have. You should have hung a pumpkin. I should have you should have gotten a pumpkin. cardboard pumpkin from the or from CVS uh-huh. hung it on your door. Uh-huh. Jason, any trick or treaters? We had you? three, but three. we also had no decorations whatsoever. Not even a pumpkin. Jeez. Yeah. Real, uh, real, real spirited group we have here today. <laughs> and Pat, I know you had no trick or treaters because you're in an apartment. 
Yeah, but I wish I had a, a wish house to put well, to put a pumpkin in. At of least course. I loved carving pumpkins. Do you want to know how many trick or treaters I had? Four hundred, easily. Oh my! I saw a wow. video of it. They just kept coming. They blocked off our street so that the kids could walk in the street, and that means everyone came to that street. I bought. Two and a half pound bags of candy, five of them. <laughs> Let's wow. just say, wow. by started kind of like six is when it properly starts when the kids start pouring out six. Around eight thirty, we're scrounging in the cupboard, seeing what else we got. <laughs> Tea bags, no, can soda, gonna... cheese, it's apple, the razor in it. No, to none. I found some candy that was maybe March. not the freshest. <laughs> uh, some chocolate, like the wrapped ones that you put in a, a candy dish. Yeah. Let's say some kids got those. Latest. Costco candy? What's that? Costco candy? Mike, th- I'm doing name brand. What do you think? Costco. I'm doing name brands, Mike. <laughs> Kirkland? Kirk- Kirkland. Kirkland, what, candy. Kirkland chocolate? Oh, the clusters, like- the, the pecan clusters we used to have. No, yeah, those, those are, are those wrapped, are, Mike. Those are wrapped. I'm going to just drop unwrapped things in bags. Yeah. Just trust me, kid. That's what yeah. people did with the candy corn back in the day. Yeah. And then that's why you yeah. went back and you egged them. <laughs> right, Mike? <laughs> that's when you went back, you egged them. Oh, mischief, yeah, mischief night is, a, is nothing now. Oof. Yeah, nobody yeah. believes in mischief night anymore. I want to say dying. mischief night. People don't know what we're. I'm from New Jersey. Pat's from New Jersey. Mike's from New Jersey. Jason lived in New Jersey a long yes. time. Yeah. This mischief night. You talk to yep. people around the country. They're like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> and I just us. It is the strangest thing that seems to appeal to Michigan and New Jersey for some yeah, reason. Also Detroit for some reason. Yeah, Detroit. It's Devil's Night. Mm-hmm. And just uh, and if I could think of one city in one state that could that could uh, collide with New Jersey on that theme, it would be Detroit. I'm telling you this as a kid, nothing was more thrilling than mischief night, no matter what side of it you were on. Either you're walking around, either you're walking around the neighborhood making trouble or. You're at your house wondering if some kid's going to start whipping toilet paper in your trees. <laughs> they might as well have based the Purge universe on New Jersey. The Purge started with Mischief Night. Yeah. They I can't tell you. I can't tell you how happy I would have been if I saw one soap car on Halloween. Yeah. Oh, God. Right, Mike? I can't, I can't remember the last time I saw a soap car. We, mm. we used to biscuit cars. We would take the loads, those tubes of grands and pop them open. And then as we're driving by, just slap them on a car. Wait, what would you take? You know, the like the biscuits. Just for real? You or you just no, no. We, we called it biscuiting cars in Virginia. Cars. And we I would get those get... tubes of grand uh-huh. biscuits that you can get in the grocery store. Like, in Oh, the you mean section. like a like a like a like a like a the tube that you you, you cram you do it and it pops and then the you pop, dough comes flying out. Yep. Like Pillsbury. Yep, exactly. And it just you get you can chuck one and it sticks right to a car. That's a pricey 
mischief. It really was. It wasn't. I mean, you have to find them on sale. You have to have one target in mind. Mike, what's this guy driving around pricing this stuff? (laughs) Yeah. He's an 11-year-old. He's out uh, uh, comparison shows, clipping coupons. Yeah. Food Lion's got a great deal. I remember I went on a trip with my father that turned out to be on October 30th. We literally drove like it was like a long trip. I forget where he it was like a work thing. He had to go pick up a a, a, a some components for a machine for his for the printing, the T-shirt printing. We're driving back. We were in the car for probably eight hours back and forth, all told. The second we roll in to our town, his truck gets hit by an egg. It was like it was like they were waiting yeah. to welcome us back. It uh-huh. was us crossing like the crossing the line for the town. An egg hit the side. It was just like, of course, that's our that's the animals. Um, I remember it was so exciting. Kids, there was a one. There was one nitwit who decided he was going to defend his house. I want to see which of the three horsemen can. <laughs> Poke a uh-huh. hole in this defense plan that this kid came up with. <laughs> okay. I'm going to defend my house. I'm going to be on the roof of the house with a hose. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to spray anyone uh-huh. who comes to the house <laughs> and tries to do anything. Well, yeah, getting the hose to the roof might be difficult. He right? got the hose, Mike. That was not he, the hurdle. Uh, oh, okay. Did he have good pressure up there? The hurdle or? is... He's a sitting duck. Kids weren't going to whip any egg at him. He's stuck yeah. on a roof. He wasn't hiding behind the chimney? <laughs> was he Santa Claus? No, he was on the low end of the That's roof. That's where I would take cover. Low end of the roof. This was mischief night. You'd go to the grocery store the week before Halloween. There would be signs saying, you must show ID to buy shaving cream to buy. and toilet <laughs> paper yeah. and, and eggs. eggs. Yeah, wow. I remember the. I remember that vividly. It would just and be eggs. like you have to. Like I think you had. They either said you have to be over eighteen or you have to show uh, ID. Whatever. Oh, yeah. they, they had signs in the grocery store saying, "We're not selling this stuff to children." I remember my friend buying, like, as many eggs as he could a few days before. But to make it seem legit, he also bought like a loaf of bread, milk, like other stuff. Um, you know, just just make it seem like it was running errands for his mom. But then, like, he'd keep the eggs outside or even in his car. You know, there were people that strategically kept the eggs for days or weeks so that they would go bad, and then th- they would get well, thrown. That's I gotta say, you got a real edge on you. If that's if you if it's not enough to hit someone with an egg, it oh, has no, to be a rotten egg. Rotten egg, yeah. I look. I give you. I pay. I I tip my hat to you with respect for that. But I'm also just like, that's not enough to just hit someone with an egg. Is not enough. Mike. Did you ever go out on Mischief Night? And what's the worst thing you ever did? The, the, no, statute, the statutes I, of I limitations are up now. I Mike. didn't go out myself, but a, a friend of mine, it was like a religious uh, mm-hmm. event for him. Mm-hmm. And he didn't even want us to go out with him. Is this the guy he, with the really nice stereo? 
<laughs> no, that's one of Mike's friends as an adult. Oh, oh I just figured maybe. <laughs> what, what, what kid do you think has a high-end stereo? Hey, come in and listen yeah, he, to this. That's, that's when Mike, Mike went through a phase <laughs> where he met, he met a guy yeah, who had, uh, who had a room. Yeah. And I'd rather be stuck in either the movie room or hanging out with what's his face? Uh, uh, the guy who looks like from the where the wild things are. What was the guy's name again from what's his name? From Wild Things, Matt Dillon. No, no, from Where the Wild Things Are. The guy who did the movie The Room, Tommy Wiseau. Um Oh, he does kind of look like one. Of I'd those rather monsters. be stuck in either of those things than go to the room that Mike went to, <laughs> where they would listen to, "Hey, check this Wishbone Ash record out." Uh, oh, Jesus! Turn it up really loud and listen to yeah. listen to that bass. <laughs> there was a lot of metal I I had to endure yeah. in that room. You like rant? Hey, Mike, should I put some rant on? <laughs> should I play some rant? <laughs> Uh-huh. Can we play that clip, please? Is that a clip or just a photo from it? Here we go. Get ready. Heavy metal. Like who? Jesus Priest, Ozzy. Not like them. Oh, yeah? You like Ozzy? Yeah. Yeah. How about Rat? How about Rat? Aerosmith. Yeah. Well, you, those people can come on over here. Sure can. I mean, if you care to. <laughs> How about Rat? You like Rat? <laughs> Judas Priest, Ozzy. Oh, you like Ozzy? Some of the Bob Dylan. So when Bob Dylan is no longer with us, the stories that are going to come out of people who had troubling (laughs) meetings with him. I heard one featuring the the Delaware Destroyer, George Thorogood. This might be apocryphal. I heard he met him at a thing. He said, Mr. Dylan, I'm so excited to meet you. Your music has meant so much to me, and uh, I'm George Thorogood, and he just goes, "Oh, you're George Thorogood. You suck." Like he's like, <laughs> he's like, like, and he said something worse than that. He said something. He said something worse, and who knows if that ever happened? There's going to be so many stories like that pouring out when when Bob Dylan is on, when he passes. So. Mike had a friend who went around, wanted to go alone, because he was he was what a lone wolf on Mischief Night. Yeah, he he just there was some it did something for him, and he would go out. He'd have his soap, and he was mostly a soaper. He was a soaper. He liked the soap cars, mm-hmm. you know. And, I'm a uh, soaper, <laughs> Mike. I'm a soaper. I can't have you bringing me down. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was easy to carry, you know, easy to get away. Bar of soap. It's the funniest thing. It's the funniest <laughs> concept to imagine. Yeah. Just imagine this concept. For people who are still maybe murky on what we're talking about, there was a night where children attacked everything and <laughs> just vandalized their own town <laughs> by throwing eggs. Throwing toilet paper in trees, soaping windows. What what other things would they do? Shaving cream was big. And it was I look, was I in it? Not really. I was kind of a coward. You all know that. 
I'm not going to suddenly be, I was out there uh-huh. doing it more than anybody. No, I was. I remember one mischief night, me and my sister raked the neighbor's lawn. We were we were just like so, <laughs> so kind. We were just like, we're going to do something positive. Now I look back, I'm just like, I wish I set a car on fire. <laughs> Would have been all this. Like, you look back as, as an adult and you're just like, even if I got caught and got convicted and went to jail, that would have been 28 years ago. I would have, I would have been out oh, for yeah. 28 good years. How old were you when you raked the lawn and decided to do an act? 37. Of instead of, okay. <laughs> no, was, we, were, we were probably like 13 or 12. Yeah. I mean, that would have been a good switcheroo if you, if you guys did that and then at night did something truly And then we set awful. their house on fire. And then you were just <laughs> we like, set I the can't leaves believe on fire. this yeah. happened. Yeah. Who did it? You, be, you made the this? perfect pile yeah. to just catch fire. Yeah. But let me just say, back to Halloween, five bags of two and a half pound candy, all gone. The end. The night ended with me giving out quarters. What? <laughs> I had no more candy. Up. Literally You're no more candy. You didn't get eggs. I start giving. Well, it's money. <laughs> I know it's money, but it's money. Is it? Did you tape them up? Roll them up? How dare you? Is it? Is it? <laughs> it's twenty twenty three, Tom. That's basically giving pennies. And you get a stick of bubble gum for did I say cents? I gave them one quarter? <laughs> How many quarters did you? Give I gave them? them two each. So fifty cents. Okay. Oh, two. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's like a quarter. Uh, but also, what 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 what's a better what's a better score? Fifty cents for holding <laughs> a bag open, or a little Milky Way? I mean, probably the Milky Way. No, that's 50. what they're after. Yeah, these kids. Did you get any looks? Like, when thanks you a lot. I'm going to eat some quarters these quarters. In the bag? This is what I said to them. It's nine o'clock. <laughs> it's late. That is late. The latest yeah. trick or treater we got. 11. Not joking. Ten oh eight. Oh my god. Was your light off at that point though? Yes, oh, it was. Nuts. And they're climbing through the window. The light was off. Wow. Trick or treat. <laughs> got any quarters? And I said to that kid, "I got nothing, kid." Out of How about the big kids, you get I, any, those big oh, kids still. Big kids. I was like, yeah. there were kids. There were two kids older than me. Went trick or treat. <laughs> trick or treat. <laughs> one kid, to their credit, yeah. said one of the funniest things: "You're never too old to have fun with Halloween," or something like that. Like, <laughs> he had a line. He, he had a line, and I just like, uh, fair enough. Yeah, you got. And I just here's another thing. This is going to make me sound like a jerk. So be it. On Halloween, these people who trick-or-treat for kids under two years old, you're taking that candy. Yeah, that's wrong. Yeah. We got my baby. Yeah. My baby's dressed like a clown. Kick rocks, baby. And you got candy. You got candy. This is candy for the parents. This is not candy for the baby. Were you putting it away in a trust fund? The kid gets a candy when they're 18? (laughs) Blending it down for them? (laughs) I had this guy in my sights. I couldn't tell what costume he was wearing. And he was a big kid. So my first question is, was going to be, what are you? You know, because mm-hmm. because it looked like he had a hoodie on. And, and that was, I guess, the costume. He mm-hmm. had the hood up. And uh, and I had my, my second. Yeah, it was going to be, how old are you? Yeah. Um, but he skipped me. He must he must <laughs> he must have felt my, my vibe. Your- your house Coming must be door. giving off some energy. Yeah, I was standing in the door. Yeah. Yeah. They're looking at that house. They're saying it's like uh 
And I'm not saying this is what's going on in your house, Mike. <laughs> they think it's like, what's that movie came out a year or so ago? Airbnb. <laughs> barbarian. They look and they see Mike. There's like, that's a barbarian house. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, no decorations. I can't trust it. Next year, Mike, just put a pumpkin out. Go to, so literally. Go to go to the drug. Yes. Yeah. Go to Walgreens. Buy a cardboard pumpkin. Although that might even be creepier, like because that's what a true maniac would do: hang one pumpkin. Kids, <laughs> I'm trying. This is a fun house. Come get your candy. It's kind of. I've got faded. people on my block putting up uh, Halloween lights. Yeah. Yeah. Don't start. Are you putting that down, Mike. You're putting me down. <laughs> Did you call yeah. Oh man! Yeah, Halloween lights. On. Jason saw the house. Oh my god! Jason was, saw the house. You, you go out every year, man. It's we go all out. It's we so care. nice. Me and Julie. Uh, I mean, that's part part of the problem. Why they they kept coming until ten, probably. Well, they when you shut the punk rock skeleton off, it's generally a sign that the party <laughs> is over. Did you did you guys carve a pumpkin too? No, you, you carve a pumpkin out here. Uh, within forty eight hours, you have a pile of goo on your porch. Yeah, it's yeah. ninety degrees here. They don't but tell they you them. that. Yeah, it's with, just now starting to cool down here. Yeah, they don't tell you with pumpkins. You carve them out here. You got a pile of goo. The the countdown clock has begun. You might as well put a guacamole on your porch. I had a good idea to carve one this year, but I didn't. I didn't get to carve one. I may still carve one in November. Pat, I think you got to carve one. Yeah, I think you should do it. I think you carve yeah. one, and I want to say this, Horseman, stand down. And stand by. Uh-huh. Let me just quick tell everybody about the Patreon. Patreon.com slash the best show. First of all, you get your you get your uh, bonus. Uh, you get the the car the 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 code to buy tickets to the uh, uh, an evening with Tom Sharpling at Zebulon in uh, December eleventh. On the Patreon, ask Tom, meet my friends of friends, make Mike Marvel, Sharpling and Worcester Q and A, Rubenesque. Four Horsemen, so many things going up, so many things coming up, ad-free versions of the episodes, patreon.com slash the best show, the full 24-hour thing is up there, can't miss it, don't miss it, support the show, that's how the show keeps going, is our support there, okay, let's uh, move on here, I am looking, we got hot phones, It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D.
We got hot phones tonight. Busy, busy phones, hot phones. Let's get to it. Hello, best show. You know, some people pay top dollar for a pile of goo on their doorstep. Some people that oh, they pay top dollar for a pile of goo on their doorstep. Just what I'm hearing on the street. I don't know. I can't confirm, but it's just something I've been hearing about. That people pay for goo on their doorstep. Top dollar for goo on their doorstep. Top dollar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's up, T-Bird? Hey, welcome to the show. Good to be here. It's Zach in Coverbridge. Zach in Coverbridge. How are you tonight, Zach? I'm good. Um, although, I think I misread the topic. Okay. I think I got it wrong. Uh, I thought the topic was was indecent proposals. Is that not what it is? It's not indeed. It's not even. It's pretty pretty far removed from that. But that's okay. Uh you know what, Zach? Let's see what let, I want to know. What you're thinking the topic was supposed to be? Okay. Well, here was my contribution. All right. Are you ready? Hmm. Would you eat the best dinner you know you'll ever have in your entire existence if you knew at some point during the dinner conversation you'll hear about the most haunting, disturbing thing you could ever imagine? While eating the dinner. While eating the dinner. It's the best food you'll ever eat, but that layer also occurs. Does that make it so that I'm not enjoying the dinner hearing the story? Um, it's so shocking that you kind of can't stop thinking about it. It's kind of like that. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of this magazine. Oh yeah. I know the magazine. Can't stop thinking about it. Right. For people who don't know. It just, it's kind of like a thing of legend, but it's real. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So what would you do? I probably would not do that because if I was going to have the best meal I've ever had and then you're dropping horrific news on it, I would never enjoy that best meal. It wouldn't be worth it. Okay, what if it wasn't th- that? What if at some point during the best meal you've ever had, you smell the worst thing you've ever smelled? That's even worse, Zach. Oh, okay. Okay. You All don't right. think that's worse? I don't know. I It's almost like, you know, it's a bad smell you forget about, but if something's disturbing, it's there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. I get I get it. I get it. That's my choice. Yeah. Yeah. Um what was the topic? Oh, um the topic is what animal do you wish would kill you? Like, oh, that's easy. Okay, well what's your answer? Porpoise. A porpoise? Why why yeah. a porpoise? Seems like they'd be very gentle chewers. Okay. 
So you'd be willing to just get steadily gnawed to death. Well, they do say that, you know, that dolphins and porpoise are you know, incredibly smart. So I think it would be gentle with its uh, um, subtle exsanguination of all my blood. <laughs> so you think you'd be in the ocean, I'm assuming? You're floating around? And No, I'd be on land, Tom. Okay. Uh, all right. A porpoise would walk up to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fine. You're right. Sorry, Zach. Okay. All right. No, it's fine. Hey, I I didn't want to bring the real bring stickler, the real down. stickler here. You're giving me the giving me the business. Well, you know, I, yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Um, <laughs> hey, speaking of uh, doing business, did you see Priscilla? I have not seen Priscilla yet. I'm so excited. It's, um, it's good. It's it's um, the Coppola daughter. What's her name? Pam. Sophia. Pam, oh, right, right, right. Pam okay. Coppola. Um, I think that's what it is, right? <laughs> it's Sophia. Okay. You liked it? Um, this is. Liked it? I I did. I thought he came off. I mean, I was kind of shocked how poorly he came off. I knew he was. He had a whole thing going on, but um, there's one incredible moment in it that it's a bit of a spoiler, but it's in her book and everything. But I think it's funny. I think it's interesting. Okay. Um, he sits her down and I, I'm not sure if she's blindfolded or she, her hands are over her eyes and, um, she opens the, her eyes and he's, he's holding a little jewelry box, you know, big, big moment, right? Okay. And she opens the box. It, it's, it's a, an engagement ring. And he says, we're getting married. So it's just that it's that that kind of that's the po- that's the power dynamic in effect. But yeah. he just says we're getting married. Yes. Why did they? Wow. Okay. That's a that's a that's a pretty but, you know pretty amazing scene. It's heavy, right? It's cra- yeah, it's nuts. But you know, I mean, he was he was, you know, beginning to lose it by that point, you know, he's just all the pills, but that magnetism was still there. You know, it was undeniable. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, it's, it's no surprise that he would just kind of, you know, want to tap all that out there. You know, it's like that, uh, that great quote that Bruce Willis said to Eddie Norton, you try keeping a marriage together. (laughs) 25 is still on the menu. It's so sad. It's so sad that he left us so early. About Elvis. Yes. 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 It's very sad, Zach. It really is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'll tell you, it's hard to judge him because I can relate to that, you know, having been in a very similar position. Well, you can, you can relate to Elvis. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, this is intriguing. I, I, I. I can I, can I ask uh, how that might be, Zach? Come on. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. I'm, a, I'm asking how, how you would be in a situation where you would relate to Elvis Presley in that regard. 
Oh, you're not joking. I, I I kept waiting for you to introduce me to everybody. No, no, you. You, you don't know who this is. You, it's Zach and Coverbridge. Well, I, I've gone on, under a, a lot of different stage names over the years that I'm sure you you'd recognize. Um, names like um, Steve Reeves, Ron Davu, Wet Tancredi, Steve Lorber, Geek Mesmerize, Ed Swagger, Omar Crout. Magnitude and dark shenanigans to name just two. Dark shenanigans. Bell, right? So you these these are stage yeah. names. Yeah, I, I can't believe you don't recognize my voice. Oh my god! Please just tell me who who you are, so I can. Well, I told you who I am. I, I, I'm 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 Zach. But if if you've seen any of the cool tribute bands that have played at Newbridge County fair over the last 30 years, you absolutely know who I am. And I'm pretty much known as the King of the covers. So you are, you're in all of these cover acts. Well, I, I, I've, I've, I've been in them over, over 30 years. You know, I, I, I've fronted scores of tribute bands over the decades and I've, I've sung pretty much every legendary band there is, you know, like, um, CCR Beatles, of course, um, uh, U2, Zeppelin, Stones, Boston, Doors, Journey, Mellencamp, Queen, all the biggies pretty much. That's wild. Wow. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm great. And, uh, yeah, I've traveled all over the country singing those great songs. Mm -hmm. And, uh, that's basically where I got, I got my, my big taste of that kind of fame. Well, I mean, fame is a relative thing in well, but you know. Oh no, Tom, you don't, you don't know half of this. These, these people would travel to see my tribute bands. Really? Super, super crazy, like die-hard die fans, yeah. I, it, it was the weirdest life. I, I'd be just swarmed by, by fans in the club, just like starstruck, wanting, wanting my, my shirt. And then I'd walk across the street to the bar next door and be completely unknown. Mm -hmm. It was so weird, you know? And I'll tell you... Um, that sort of thing, being able to just turn that fame off just by walking out of, out of a venue would have been great had I not been so starved for adulation. Okay. If you, so, so it were, it would have worked if you were not, um, just completely driven to be recognized and, and, and kind of, uh, identified as as a famous person. You call it driven. My second ex-wife, um, she would ha have called it emotionally needy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, it does sound a little um, needy. Well, you know, I, 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 you know, I just, it's hard to just cut off that, that, you know, that applause, you know, you, you're just, it's your food at that point. And I missed it so much. I was so good. If I was feeling needy instead of drinking or going to like a nudie show or something, I, I'd go to a karaoke bar and 
pretty much blow people's minds with all the vocal parts of Bohemian Rhapsody. Pretty impressive. Like you can do all of them. All of them. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but man, what, what an amazing time. You know, we we packed clubs from Upper Black Eddy to Arthur City. Mm-hmm. You just, with all the bands and you'd have these bands going at the same time or different ones in different no. eras. Yeah. You, you, you go from one to another. It's a lot of cross pollinization. Some, you know, there's like intra band beefs with the CCR tribute band and one guy leaves and now he's playing. Now he's Brian May and queen. It, it's, it's a, a real, you know, it's a whole, all that stuff going on, but like, um, Oh my God. The sex stuff back then was just nuts. Okay. Okay. You mean like, I, like... I did. I did it everywhere. Great. Yeah. Once during a funeral, I was singing it, but. So you were actually engaged in, in. In in the in in the kind of like and you had an encounter going during a funeral. No, it wasn't while I was singing. Are you kidding? I went back to the little minister's hutch, and that's where we did it. <laughs> that's different, but still offensive to be in the minister's hut. The minister's hutch. I've I've told many people that story, and you're the first person that didn't just like yell at me. You actually said that's different, so I appreciate that. Okay, well, I'm trying to just hear you out and 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 get your side of things. What's that? Thank you, thanks. Because uh, yeah, uh, thank you. You know, it, it it was a great time in my life, but you know, when you're in that scene, you definitely have low points too. Mm-hmm. Like what are what are some low points? Well, you know, sometimes uh, during the non-summer months, that's kind of our, our big time is, you know, at the, at, the sh- at the shore and everything and, you know, parties, you know, in the winter, it's it's a little, it's a little harder to get gigs and, you know, bands kind of pack up and, you know, um, I ended up just to make ends meet, I, I ended up singing with a handful of what I would call niche tribute bands you know just to keep groceries on the table sure sure like what what would constitute a niche uh tribute band um some of the bands were um the boogeymen which was uh casey and the sunshine band tribute um maps and legends the rem show um imminence front a tribute to late period the who so when you're um, a, when you're a late period who tribute band? What's the earliest stuff that can make the set list? Um, who are you? So who are you? And how far did it go? Did it go to like endless wire? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, not a whole lot of demand going on for that, but the, uh, Rick, the guy who, you know, whose band it was, that was, that was, that was, what he wanted that was his 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 uh era you know of the who so because mm-hmm. so, that was his era of the who that's all he wanted to hear exactly yeah yeah he loved that kind of arp keyboard uh-huh. era of yeah. the who you know yeah <laughs> yeah he really then, um, that kenny jones got- uh feel huh 
Yes, yes. Uh, he, he didn't think they got good until they got Kenny Jones and um, Bill Simsick, of course, the Eagles producer, to <laughs> capture that magic. Mm-hmm. Um, what other bands? Um, uh, Rat and Roll, I'm sure that's pro- probably self-explanatory. The band Rat? Yes. Yeah, we did a, a tribute um, to them. That was weird. You know, that was not, not really my scene. Nor was this next one, uh, Trans Europe Express. Was that a Kraftwerk tribute band? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what does what do you do with that? Well, you know, the four of us would pretend we were mannequins, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I I do like a little typing, you know, on a, on a pad, and then I, I would also, um, you know, sing uh, from you to love. Okay. And, you know, I'm the operator of my pocket calculator. Mm-hmm. Um. That was trippy. Uh, oh, another one that, that was that was out there for me. Damaged Goods, the Gang of Four experience. Wow. Okay. What was that all about? Well, you know, it was, it, it was Gang of Four. Some local kids put a band together and they they booked some shows and singer quit or something. So I, I you know, I had my uh, union rep. Uh, he he called me and and said this band's looking for a singer and uh, did it and. Uh, Oh my god, it was hard. Those those crazy rhythms. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's a that's a wild one. So your union rep helps you book these gigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, speaking of crazy rhythms, I, I, I was in a band called Crazy Rhythms. Hold on, wait. That's not a a is it a Feelies tribute band? No, it's not a Feelies tribute band. It's a Feelies Bongos Individuals tribute band. Okay, sorry. You didn't need to yell at me. Yeah. So, oh. so these are all the off-season bands, huh? This is what it's like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even mention uh, Steady Diet of Fugazi. You had a Fugazi tribute act. I joined one and it, it was, it was hard. I had to do both voices. Okay. It's a little bit of a workout. Right. Right. Um, did the you, worst did, one though. Oh my you, God. Can I just ask, did you charge uh, five? Did you charge $5 to get in? We couldn't charge that much. We did three fifty. Three. So, wow. Okay. Well, we didn't think it was fair to charge five because our drummer couldn't get a big bell. Oh, that's you. You uh, is an interesting look behind the curtain here, uh, Zach. Yeah, yeah. The um, the worst one I ever did though. It was called um, it was Public Animal Number One, the G.G. Allen story. <laughs> the the most upsetting part about that is that it, that your band was called the G.G. Allen story. I know. Well, you know, it, it was sort of an educational uh, presentation about him, and um, it it was it was weird, you know, um, because what he's known for. I had to, um, I'll just say, I had to work with brown clay. It was actual clay. <laughs> so you had clay, and yeah, what he was known for was basically being a criminal on like, um, but. <laughs> but then you had to like use brown clay to replicate uh you know 
feces. Yes. And then sometimes I would lose my cowboy boots during the show. And Mike, the guy that actually, who, whose band, band it was, he would charge me you know, to, to get new boots. It couldn't be a band expense. I had to pay for, for the boots personally. If you lost your boots during the show, the guy. And during who, the melee. The guy, sure. And who was he in the band? What member was he? He well, I'll 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 give you a clue. He um he wore a combat uh, helmet and he he uh, grew a, a Hitler mustache. Yeah, so he was Merle Allen. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We could never get a Dino Sex to actually go fully nude. It was he always just wore like a bikini briefs, which was disappointing. Oh man, this is wild! Oh, you're blowing my mind here. Yeah. Well, you know, it was even more of a mind blower. What? What's that, Zach? This was the hardest band I, I I ever sang for. Okay, who was that? Transformer, a night with Lou Reed. So you you were Lou Reed. Yeah, yeah, and and it was in. I mean, it was a four hour show. We went from the Surfsiders all the way up to songs for Drella. So you you actually played like the stuff he wrote, he wrote on Pickwick Records. Yes, oh, of course, yeah, yeah. It was thorough. It was a very thorough show. Sounds like it. If you're if you're starting that early and then you're going through all the Velvet Underground stuff and then. Oh yeah! Wow, that's an intense. So you you were well, you were Lou Reed for that. That's pretty impressive. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah, I I wore um God, I'm trying to think how many. I think I had um eight different mullet wigs I wore during the show. So you were that precise with it. Oh yeah, yeah. There was one segment um where um I just did like a, a, a short recreation of that Australian um customs interview. Do you remember that? Have you ever oh, seen that? Absolutely. The one where it's like would you describe your music as uh gutter rock? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And like, do you like performing? Yes. Why? Because I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, Lou is so not. That was rough. I mean, yeah, that took a lot out of me. No, that would be a challenge. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it was the biggest challenge l- lyrically, just in terms of memorizing songs. Um, it was a band called the Pimple Zoo. And what is that? That was a, a a tribute to Guided by Voices. Okay. Well, I'd never heard it before I joined the band, so man, that was a lot lot to learn. All the all the words, and oh my god, I was drinking straight vodka out of a tequila bottle during shows. So you're in a you're in a Guided by Voices tribute band, and you didn't know their music. How many no. songs did you have to learn for to to be a part of that band? 77 why wow that's a that's a lot that's a lot to learn right off the bat yeah um the scariest one i i was ever in um was called ghost rider okay and what was that um it it was a a tribute to this this duo i'd also never heard of they were called suicide yes and who were you in that 
I was um I was the singer Alan. Yeah. Okay. But I I had to quit because Tom I I really think that song Frankie Teardrop is haunted. Um, it's hard to argue with that. It's a pretty intense song. Things would happen during that that song. Like we played a couple, you know, dinner theaters, and um, um, like knives started to like fly and stuff. It was very scary. I mean, the scariest part of that is imagining a suicide tribute band playing a dinner theater. But I know. Well, well, we were opening for um, you know, our 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 manager um, Rupert. He would just try to book us any show we could get. So. That was a couple nights op- opening for an REO Speedwagon tribute band called Good Fun. So, so people would go to the dinner theater looking mm-hmm. to see an REO Speedwagon tribute band, but the opening band would be Suicide tribute band. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, pretty wild. That's a that's that's uh, you're definitely gonna. Uh, everybody's going to have a different feel for, for what that night is. Right. Right. Um, and, and then I, I was briefly the singer in this Sopranos themed band. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, tell me more about that. We were called breaking balls. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. What was that so, all about? You know, it, 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 you know, we'd dress like the Sopranos, and we we'd come out to that song. You know, the uh, what they called the Alabama Three. Is that who did that song? I think so. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, then we we do our, our our own songs. You know, we're kind of based on Sopranos episodes. So you wrote songs based on Sopranos episodes. The other guys did. I I, okay. I, I was I was just a singer. Sure. Yeah. But but then any ti- any titles you remember or now or um you know um um dead in the forest you know stuff like that it wasn't it wasn't nice uh, okay subject matter you know, I'm, sure I'm late for my shrink stuff sure. like that yeah um you know but then then I was completely blackballed from the tribute world. Wow, how'd that come about? Um, do you know what stolen valor is? Of course I do. Stolen valor is when somebody misrepresents themselves as a member of the military by wearing a, a uniform or claiming to have served when they didn't. Yes, Tom, that's exactly what it is. Well, I'm saying it for the benefit of the audience, Zach. Oh, okay, okay. I was just breaking balls. Well, you got it's me a little bit there. You way. got me. Yeah, it is. I see the appeal. Yeah. Right. So, the last tribute band I was in did a benefit for this guy who goes around exposing people wearing military garb, you know, when they're not entitled to. They weren't ever in the service, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so at this benefit, by this point, I was the lead singer in a village people tribute band called the Macho Men. Okay. And if you'll recall, the singer was an army man, right? That's true, yes. So 
we're about, I don't know, halfway into the set and in the middle of our song, um, Sodom and Gomorrah, Captain Vince, the guy who we're doing the show for, runs up on stage, stops the song, and accuses me of stolen valor because I'm wearing an army uniform. To be one of the village people. Yes. That's strange. It is. Obviously, big miscommunication. He thought it was something it wasn't, and people are starting to explain to Captain Vince that the uniforms are, you know, are, are what make the village people, the village people. Sure. But, you know, I got flagrantly offended and let's just say there's a reason all my friends and especially my ex friends call me the escalator. Uh, can you give me any insight into why they call you the escalator? Um, um, if there's some kind of low level confrontation or misunderstanding, I get really mad, and before you know it, I'm being stuffed in the backseat of a friend's car while I'm making death threats at a guy who accidentally stepped on my foot at a Burger King. So you, so you really, you can't just let something slide? No, I go off. So, you know, I'm, I'm yelling at Captain Vince, how dare you wear that uniform? And... People are holding me back. They're holding him back. I bust loose. Tom, I come at him, right? Okay. And I wind up and I smack him across the face. Wow. Okay. Um, he kicked my ass for what felt like 25 solid minutes. Oh wow! So you really you got in you escalated with the wrong uh, wrong customer there. Boy, did I! At one point, he was force feeding me my own fatigues. Yeah, that sounds like a miscalculation on your part. Oh, so dry! I don't know if you've ever had to had the occasion to ever try to eat pants. Oh my goodness! Never have. So bad. Well, a- anywho, to add insult to injury, nobody wanted to work with me after that. I mean, I couldn't even get a gig with Slam, a tribute to major labeled Big Dipper. Oh, wow. You couldn't even get in on that band. No, and they're still around, too. Really? Yeah, yeah. They're, um, they're managed by this French guy named Duffy Boudreau. Uh, I'm, I know the name. I, I, uh, not familiar with, uh, I didn't I know. Think he's, he's a, what is he? I think he's a protege. Uh, I think he's a protege of Rupert, our old manager. Okay. Well, I mean, g- g- uh, bully for him, I guess, but Rupert, the track I, record is not astounding. Pretty, oh, I thought you were going to say it's pretty good. <laughs> no. Well, you hear things. All right. um, I know. So after this altercation, I'm kicked out of tribute land, but I still need to rock, yes? Yes, Zach. So I tried, you know, the singer-songwriter route, but 
my songs were just too real for the industry. Okay. How how were they too real? Well, um, take this one song. It was called um, "My Love for You Is Is Pure." Hmm. Uh, you know, one of the lyrics was, um, "If I can remember it." Um, she took my heart for a ride, then she said goodbye. So I poisoned her lawn with Roundup. Well, that's not a great. That's not a great sentiment. It's real, but I, you know, nobody could deal with my my vengeful realness. I guess, right? That's that must be the escalator coming out, huh? Uh, yeah, right. And you know, at one point, I actually tried out to, to be the singer in a real band, like a band that had had records. Oh, okay. Well, what was that experience like? What was the band? Oh. Uh, well, I'm not sure if you remember this band. They were called Mother 13. Oh, yeah. No, they're a very popular band uh, of that of that era in, in the whole, yeah, in the whole like a New mix. Bridge area. Yeah, like a heavy um, dose of like Nirvana, Black Flag, um, you know, and like um, Please to Meet Me Replacements, I guess, right? Okay, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so anyway, after a couple of them croaked on Mount Everest, they needed a new singer because their main singer, that this guy, Corey Harris, he got on that shout network show tough. Now, do you remember that show? Oh, that was one of the best reality shows ever. Um, if people don't know it, it started, they got all, all of these, the mo- most macho guys you've ever seen in your life. And, but the show started filming them during the auditions and they're talking so tough what they're going to do on the show. But what they didn't realize is that the show started as soon as the audition started. And yes. I remember, yeah. I remember one episode of this one total jacked, uh, muscle guy went killed the killed in the audition. Then goes back to his car, and in the parking garage, three guys get into it with him, <gasps> and they they beat the tar out of him. Oh my god! But then he awesome. then they tell him it's like, hey, tough now. That's the show. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, he chose that life. Yeah, it was pretty a pretty surprising show. Yeah. So anyway, um, Corey Harris, you know, to, to be on the show, he got all bulked up, you know, and I don't know what he was doing. And he became this alpha dog. And um, he even had a single at the time to kind of coincide with it. It was called I'm an Alpha Dog. Pretty on the nose there. Yeah. Um I don't know if if you saw his season, but he actually did pretty well. He made it to week eight, but then he got kicked off because he puked after he ate two gallons of ice cream made with human hair. Yuck, right? That's gross. Do you remember those? Remember that commercial though? I was you took yes! the words Zach. <clears throat> I can remember that jingle on that. Let's see if we can do it at the same time. This is kind of fun. 
on the count of oh, three. My memory. Okay. Let's say on the Ready? count of three. Let's see if we can do it. One, okay. two, three. Ice cream. Ice, ice cream. cream ice cream. Everyone everyone likes, loves likes ice everyone cream. Everyone loves ice cream. Ice cream. When ice, it's when... made with hair. Yeah. That was that was that was I don't know who wanted that product. But that commercial was on all the time. All the time. Yeah. I I, I could never work my nerve up to to get it. Yeah, and I can only imagine what ice cream made from human hair tasted like. And and the flavors were weird. Like they they were just the, the names of colors, like black. Yeah, purple. Red. You know, like what's going on here? Yeah. Light green. Yeah, light green, right. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Um oh, so anyway, I, I go into audition for the guys in Mother Thirteen, but because of you know, my thirty years of, of or by that point I guess it was like twenty. Twenty years of um singing in tribute bands, I only knew how to imitate other people. Okay. And how so did that play I, I lost out? it. What, well, I, they, they go, man, you know, you're doing these other voices. Do, do your own. And, and I started to, and then I just, I just kind of lost. I just shut down. And before you knew it, I was in a fetal position in the rehearsal space, just crying and screaming, I don't know who I am. I don't know who I am. And even higher than that, I don't know who I am. Oh, oh my God, it's wow. disturbing, right? That's troubling. Yeah. Very, yeah. So, so I didn't get the gig, you know. Um, uh, but um, hey, um, you know, speaking of song lyrics, yeah. I was going through some old stuff in the attic the other day, and I found some lyrics I wrote when I was a kid. Oh, that's wild to come across those things. Right? Yeah. Do you, do you, do you oh remember any of them? Do you have any of them? I, I, I have just one little stanza. I, I'm going to, I'll, I'll, I'll do, do for you, but it, it's a real insight into just how committed I was to what I wanted to do. You know, I wanted to, I wanted to sing. I wanted to entertain people. I wanted to bring joy to people's lives, you know? So even way back then, it, w- it was definitely what I was shooting for. Um, this song, um, hold up here. Um, this one um, was called I'm the World's Biggest Star. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, I honestly don't remember how, how, how it went melodically, so I'll, I'll just read it to you. Um, I'm up on the stage, and you're way down below me. I'm not here for your pleasure but you're here for mine. You worship me like a God and I provide you with shelter under my electronic guitar. Hey, don't you forget what you are and don't forget that I'm the world's biggest star. Well, that's out of control. That's, that's like a, no, no offense. How old were you when you wrote that? Five. Why? Five. You were five. Yes. That's one of the most un 
unbridled, egotistical things I've ever heard, and a five-year-old came up with that. But I achieved that dream. With the tribute bands? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you have, but you think you have that people... I certainly did. I did. I did. I did. I, I don't do, I don't do it anymore. You know, I kind of I kind of phased out of that, and I had to kind of join the straight world. That's a that's a call for another time, which I I'd, I'd, I'd love to touch base on. Oh no! Wait, what's going on? Oh no! What is it, Zach? Tom, Tom, I've been talking to you from inside my car this whole time. Okay. Um, I just looked up and standing. Outside of my car, doing that thing that people do. Um, he's got like a like a, a rolled up newspaper, and he's in one hand, and he's hitting it into his other hand, just in, implying that there will be violence. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's Corey Harris from Mother Thirteen. Yeah. Um. Um. He he's even huger than he was back then. He really, man. it sounds like he got ripped. Yeah, you. He did. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, I'm um, um, sorry. He must have heard us gabbing, and he wants to make me wear this car. Buddy, I, I just hope you're safe. Oh, no, Tom, there's more. What? What, what else is going on? I just looked to the other side of my car and Captain Vince is standing there doing the exact same thing with a rolled up newspaper. All these rolled up newspapers. Okay. But, um, Oh, I know. Oh no. What? He's taking, he's pulling something out of his, his jacket. Oh no. What? Oh no, Tom. On the one hand, it's It's bad news because, He's definitely going to make me eat my jorts that I'm wearing right now. My khaki jorts. Okay. Knee length. Which you do have experience with, but that's beside the point. Well, see, he just pulled something out of his pocket, which makes it a little better. That's kind of the good news. Um, it, it's a bottle of canola oil, which I, I assume he wants to slather onto my khakis to make them go down easier well that's there's that's a there's a element of courtesy to that i think so too yeah not like Corey harris over there uh all right i'm gonna take both these guys out but i'm gonna call back with uh more and uh exciting news about what's going on in my life now is that okay sure all right okay all right you two guys get ready to eat newspaper Zach, you okay? Mm, that was a that was a that was a weird one. Interesting though. Five years old, he wrote that lyric. Let's after I'm going to play a song, then we're going to come back, and we got Matt Fraction in studio. And we start with the topic, which is what animal do you wish would kill you? And then a live set from Water from Your Eyes. In a matter of moments, let's listen to something. Newly remastered. The pigeon is the most popular bird. It's six finger satellite. 
Oh, how about that? Six Finger Satellite, the pride of Rhode Island. These are the things everybody's proud of from Rhode Island. Uh, Peter Griffin, of course. Six Finger Satellite. And Providence, the angriest city in America. Because if the people in Boston hate the people in New York, the people in Providence hate the people in New York and the people in Boston. That makes you the angriest of the angry. But God bless them all. Every Each and every one of them. God bless all of them. I would like to, first of all, Lightning Bolt, of course, the pride of pride of uh pride of uh Rhode Island. Lightning Bolt. A young uh John Dwyer. Who doesn't love it all? So anyway. I want to tell you all about the T shirts, the best show T shirts. I want to thank everybody who ordered a t-shirt, first of all. They've all been shipped out by now. Uh, and uh, we have been getting a couple returns for address issues here and there. So if you did not get your shirt yet, reach out to Brett over at bestshow4life at gmail.com. And that's best show the number four, life, at gmail.com. And he will figure out what happened and will make sure you get your shirt. And if you did not pre-order one of these shirts, your lucky day has arrived because look at this. We have limited overstock on sale right now over at bestshow4life.myshopify.com. Again, bestshow4, the number four, life.myshopify.com. Multiple sizes of the classic best show on black, the West show on white both designed by the amazing Jeff T. Owens, and they are first come, first serve. When they are gone, they are totally gone. This is all we have left in stock. So don't hesitate. Get on over to bestshow4life.myshopify.com. I'm going to tell you this. The holidays are coming. They make great gifts. You get one for your grandpa, Gampy, right? You see Gampy wearing a Best Show shirt, Gammy wearing a West Show shirt. That's the holiday. Now that the shipping is in place, the shirts go out much faster and order your shirts now and get them in time for the holidays. Best show for life.myshopify.com. So exciting to welcome back to the show. One of the rare occasions that this gets to happen because usually I'm just going to give a little look behind the curtain. These showbiz types, the ones bigger than the next, they're like big shots. They roll through. They roll right back out. Two weeks ago, Matt Fraction, the the brilliant Matt Fraction, comic books, television, blogs, blogs, <laughs> etc. Have you now, seen my Yelp reviews, by the way? They're tight. Yeah, his Yelp reviews, he's known. His Yelp reviews are better than... His worst Yelp review is better than you on your best day. My Yelp reviews have Yelp reviews. It's great. That would be the greatest moment of all. 
Matt said when he was here two weeks ago, he asked the question, what animal do you wish would kill you? And I said, Matt, Carla Bonoff didn't say stop right there as much as I said it in that moment. Bing, bing, bing. I want to know right now. Can that be a topic in two weeks? Um, And it is a topic. And Matt was back in town. So he's here to see the birth of his own topic. It's amazing. It said, said the Apple TV plus. I said, no, no, you have to push. You have to push this global mm-hmm. press junket nonsense for this Godzilla yes. show for this monarch. I'm I got the best show Tuesday night because I got to see this thing through with Tom. First of all, second of all, yeah, I know it's Ellen Foley. Carl Bonoff also did it too. How dare you question my meatloaf knowledge? Ugh. Godzilla is one of the everyone's favorite characters. This dude is a badass, certified badass. He'll step on your car as fast as he'll. Uh, you can egg it. You can soap it. Yeah. Godzilla don't care. Imagine Godzilla on mischief on night. mischief night. You can't. Yeah, it's too much. But this, and first of all, I, I just was correct. It's Godzilla, uh, not E. Um, thank you for the correction there. I appreciate it. Um, Godzilla has his own TV show now called Monarch colon Legacy of Monsters. Well, Godzilla is in the show. He's in the show. Yeah. And I'm looking at the picture of it right oh, yeah, now. Look at that. It's going to be on yeah. Apple TV Plus. Yeah. And they don't ever tell you plus what, but it's plus. Yeah. Now, this is one of those composite shots of everybody who's in the show. Mm-hmm. You got Kurt Russell. Yeah. You got Godzilla right next to Kurt Russell. Looks yeah. like they're pals. Yeah. Yeah. They got along really well. Did they? They did. They did. I like they've both been in the business forever. They had a lot to talk yeah. about. No, they they both They're did. the pros. They're, you know. Godzilla was had did the computer wore tennis shoes mm-hmm. as a young lizard. Um and who could forget Kurt fighting Barugan? Now, am I correct that Durs is on this show? Yes. Yes, he is. Durs. Durs. Durs is on the show. In fact, I re- I realized I was calling him that because of Workaholics. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, you know what? I've, I've maybe leapt ahead in our familiarity with one another. Yeah. I'm calling you what they called you on the show. And uh-huh. you've never once said, it's not Anders. It's Durs. Yeah. I just leapt straight to Durs. And you know what Durs said? Wow. He said this. He said, that's cool. He said, call me Durs. He was cool with it. Look, Los Angeles is a dream factory. One time I went into the village bakery and I saw Durs sitting there with a coffee and a laptop. Nah, I couldn't make this up, everyone. I can't make these up. Someone must be doing pretty well for themselves. He was not hesitating uh, that coffee. He's great. Seriously, like just the best dude. Really? Yeah, 100%. 100%. That's awesome. Yeah. Durs. Durs. We love you, Durs. Come on the best show, Durs. Yeah. No. Get Durs. Amazing. Bring Montez with you and the rest of the, the workaholics. <laughs> sure he loves that. I'm sure they all love that. Yeah. Just bring your workaholics buddies. Oh, the, okay. You know the thing you haven't done in yeah. seven years? Yeah. Bring them all by. Yeah. yeah. It's like uh, when people uh, uh, would ask me 
Oh, can I interview you for this? And uh, oh, can you ask Ed or uh, other people in comics? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I would love to yeah. have you come come in. But uh, yeah. you, uh, can you yeah. talk to some of the other people who are bigger than you and get mm-hmm. them on my show. Oh, okay. That's always that great moment where it's just like, <laughs> yeah, I watch this show, Golden Bachelor, and it's basically the Bachelor for old timers. Mm. And they've got this guy, Gary, on it, who's the golden bachelor. Mm. And he's just looking for love. Sure. And Gary, he's 72 years young. He, um, he, he I guess just say this with Gary. He's driving me a little nuts. He's telling everybody he loves him. I love you. I tell you, if I was one of, if I was one of the kids of the if if my mother was being courted by Gary and he's he's making out with my mother on camera and then he don't give her a rose yeah you're not going to like the way this goes Gary and and he's telling him on that first date i love you down the road he said i love you down the road yeah you know what i forgot to say this earlier yes what's when that? i run oh, this is an exclusive announcement okay yeah when i run for president mm-hmm. my uh my hype music yeah is gonna be a crown of storms by lightning bolt really I, yeah that's gonna be my off a of hyper magic mountain that's that'll gonna be, be my you... the, that's mm-hmm. gonna oh whoa that's his that's how you know i'm here that's your ymca yeah yeah, yeah. i'm gonna go right with uh right with crown of storms yeah. by lightning bolt that would be amazing brilliant that... brian chippendale and that's saying there's gonna be people who go he's got my vote yeah, just right there. You hear it. Yeah. You're like, well, that guy's going to take care of stuff. Yeah. He's got oh, yeah. a YMCA or lightning bolt. Come yeah. on. Come on. Yeah. But this Gary. I don't like him. I'm just going to say this, Gary. Tread lightly. Don't throw the L word around so much, Gary. And don't play with Tom's mom's heart. It's not cool. Well, my mom's not on the show. I just oh, oh okay. That was in the if. Oh. And then to conclude the reality discussion. There's a show called Love is Blind, and they're in their fifth season. I started watching this thing, and this show is should be illegal, basically. They make this show. These mutants are looking for love, mm-hmm. and they go into the pods where there's a glass wall separating, so they don't know what the other person looks like. Mm-hmm. And it's an experiment, they call it. They call it an experiment, which seems like some legal loophole. They call it. It's not prostitution. It's an experiment. They keep calling it the experiment. Mm -hmm. And so it's like you you meet the person. Then they propose through the glass wall. Will you marry me? Then they meet. The doors open. And then you see what that person looks like. And you watch the looks on some of these people's faces drop when they see the person they just agreed to marry across from them. The look drop. And then they run out and they give a hug. And then the one person's already like pulling away a little bit because they're just like grossed out by this person who's like making out with them. And then they take them all to a resort. Where now they hang out in a poolside for five days. They get to know each other. 
Then they go back. Then they get married in two weeks. And then they go up and they get to the. They do the wedding. I swear to God, for the life of me, yeah. I can't tell if you're messing with me or not, Matt. I know. I know the Jason name of the show. Jason Dudio Gore. Are you listening, Jason Dudio Gore? Yes, Tom. There he is. A little slow on the on the draw. Oh button. no, I, I'm here. Oh, I know you're here. Yeah. A little slow in the draw. <laughs> he just put a little mark in his book. By the I way, saw him. Yeah, I saw him yeah. write it down. I don't like it. <laughs> Not good. Am I lying about any portion of what Love is Blind is about? No. Why? Wow. And then you go up and you say, there's there, literally your family is watching you <laughs> at the, the. From like 10 feet away. There, you know, It's a wedding. Oh, 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 oh it is a yeah. full wedding. Your whole family's there. Do you take so-and-so? I do. Then the next person. Do you take so-and-so to be your wife or husband? And then when they start talking, you just know, oh, no, this is not good. When they don't just say I do, they go. One of the things I learned in the pods was, and you're just like, that's a no. <laughs> Kevin's got such a great big heart. It's just like, mm. we just need time. And they found this crop that they, I talked to Jason about, Jason's like, did you watch Love is Blind yet? I'm like, I watched two, one episode of it. Jason's like, it gets really, it's bad. It starts off really bad. And then it gets really good. And I just want to say this to you, Jason Dudio Gore. Yeah. Your definition of good <laughs> means you would probably, if, if this is your definition of good, if there was a crack in the ground and a portal to hell, if demons started spilling onto land with us, you would say, that's good. Yeah. The monsters on this show. So my, my 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 toes are literally curled into a fist. A monarch of doesn't have monsters like this thing does. The twist is shocking. There's a twist, is he? It's yeah. It is just horrifying, Matt. You I, didn't work with monsters when you worked with Godzilla. And look, Matt told me Godzuki shows up. No, 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 no. He told me nothing. I will say this though. Come on, give us a scoop. Monarch starts this next week. The 17th, yeah. yeah seventh. Somebody just said, Love is Blind is truly on a toilet trajectory. I've never heard it put toilet any trajectory. better than that. There was a guy on this show the previous season. His name was Bartise. <laughs> and <laughs> Bartise wasn't that the main guy on on Tool Academy? You remember Tool Academy? Oh, that was Matsu Flex. Matsu Flex, that's right. Yes. Who did the the porn with the other guy <laughs> in Vegas? Did you know that story? No. Matsu Flex and the other guy, the other from that show from Tool Academy. There was an, like a blonde guy. Yeah, they did like a. Like you, I saw the billboard for it. It was uh -huh. the two of them. Like we got stuck in town with no ride home. What we have to do to get a ride? They made uh, like a where they uh, did mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, that's why. That's why there was never a Tool Academy season two. Is yeah. their marquee guys ended up trapped in Vegas. Um, 
somebody's mentioning the horrifying show that I can't even. What is it called? Milf Island, Milf Manor. I shut that one off after two episodes. I, I was like, uh, I was like, I think this is literally illegal. What's happening on this show? Oh god! Like I can't do. I can't do the reality TV. It stuff. was, but Love Is Blind. Because Netflix has Love Is Blind, too hot to handle. They got all these shows. They did this one show, Jason. What was it called? It was Stranger the Things. Circle. No, not the Circle. They got the Circle. They did a show that was basically like the Avengers of hmm. awful reality, where they took the best people from all of these shows and jammed them in a house together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was that show called, Jason? I don't know about this one. Bartise was on it. Bartise came back. They're like, hey, we got Bartise from. <laughs> that's that's amazing. Like A-Hole Island is There's a great. Bartice. That's a A-Hole Island is a great idea for reality show. Yeah. We take the best of the worst from all the shows and yeah. let them go Lord of the Flies and see yeah. what happens. They had Bartise. They had. What was the show called? Come on. Not House of Villains. There you go. Oh, oh, hey, buddy. There's Godzilla showing up. Wasn't called Naked and on Fire. Why can't anybody name the show? Stranger Things. Yeah, it wasn't Stranger Things. Was it Snowflake Mountain? Not Snowflake Mountain. We're not talking about Ultimatum, are we? No, not Ultimatum. I'm going to can all of you. The listeners included. Please give us a scoop. Not Love Island US. Perfect match. Perfect match. Not workaholics. Was that Durst? It was called Perfect Match. And it was just they got all of these nightmare humans together. They uh how they like one guy from Love's Brothers always talking like this. Remember that guy? That guy. He was there. Bartise was there. Francesca from Too Hot to Handle was there, and she demolished Savannah, who I used to see in studio all the time. One of the best things I ever saw in my life. Neither here nor there. The true monsters are on Netflix, not Apple Plus. Uh, sorry, Apple TV. Maybe we can get Mass Duflex if we're. Uh, maybe we should. We should. Maybe we should. You know, in success, maybe season two is Godzuki and Matsuflex. If season, two, if we are so lucky, if the yes. show works, people yeah. like it, things respond, people go well. I picture this Matsuflex Godzuki. This is how season two of Monarch Legacy of Monsters. What yeah. is it? Yeah, no. yeah, it? Help me out here. Yeah, Legacy of Monsters. Yeah, is I like it, Monarch. The Monarch. Monarch yeah. colon, colon Legacy. Legacy of, of Monsters. monsters. Yeah. Okay. Starts off. Mm-hmm. Geiger counter. Mm-hmm. Matsu Flex is holding it. Mm-hmm. Of course. Wearing his Tool Academy hoodie. <laughs> right. Right. Or like a, like a Tool Academy uh, Chernobyl suit. Yeah. Exactly. You know. He's wearing, yes, he's, he's head to toe in that, but we see through the, it the, the Tool, Tool Academy, Academy hoodie. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. you can see when the plastic presses up again. What's it saying? Oh. Tool, and he's always yeah, he always is kind of mm-hmm. stretching forward to make sure you yeah. can read the back. You can and hear he, it every time he yeah. moves. Here. <laughs> and he's like, something's big is coming. Mm-hmm. 
And suddenly it's Godzuki. It's not that big. Mm. He's like, mm, maybe not as big as I thought. And then it's just like, then it's a, then it's smash like, the credits. That's smash great. the credits. Great. And then people are already saying like, and then you reveal it just was a fake out, like a terrible opening, just like to wind the fans up. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like another we, character was hit on the head with a brick. Then you walk out and you go, you guys fell for that, huh? You dummies. <laughs> That's not what we're doing here. Matsu Flex and Godzuki. And then Godzilla steps on you. That's great. That's, and then it. that starts. This, and his foot goes up and it says on the bottom, Monarch Legacy Monster Monsters. Season 2. There you go. That's and good. You, as you slide down <laughs> the foot. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I just thank God the writer's strike is over. Tell us some places you went for to do Monarch. Tokyo, the one in Japan. Okay. Uh, we went, uh, we got up on a glacier, Mount Breckenridge in British Columbia. Uh, we're out in some desert. We went all, all over, over the place. Yeah. Amazing. And I got to say for... And we shot our home base was in Vancouver for this for and uh, uh, but like we were rarely actually in. We shot as practical okay. as we could. We shot out in these crazy like uh, crazy woods uh, mm -hmm. uh, like um, like everybody just kept thinking about Miller's Crossing, you know, uh -huh. like the Miller's Crossing woods, yeah. but like it's even weirder. And yeah, yeah. Out in the desert in a place called Cache Creek. OK. Um, Hawaii. Uh, with the, the, with the, yeah, why? Yeah, it was great. Yeah. All over. Amazing. I can't wait to start watching this. I always liked, you remember like the James Bond trailers that would be like filming now on yeah. five continents. Yes. Like I, I was super into that. Like, no, I we eat that up all the time. Yeah, I just feels like it's gotta be good. They're filming on five continents. Yeah. And then meanwhile, you realize it's Roger Moore's. Yeah. He's sitting in, driving a Passat. He's just like judo chop. <laughs> You know, you can put the Roger Moore, James Bond movies in order by how high his pants are. <laughs> and by view to yeah. a kill, it's right uh -huh. at sternum level. Yeah. You can go from, from live and let die to view to a kill. So. View to a kill, he's kind of like, come with me, my dear. It's the uh, the uh, scene, the the uh, early bird buffet. <laughs> he, he orders an insurer, shaken, not stirred. <laughs> yeah. I'd like a, uh, yeah, or he's just, he's like... What's he get it? What's he going to get a martini shaking mm. after? Mm. And then someone's like, James, you can't get that. Like, like somebody's looking after his health and they're mm. just like. Somebody like winks at the waitress. Yeah. You know, like, it's a, it's yeah. yeah a martini. God, yeah. Martini. And then they just bring him sprite. like. They bring, yeah, they bring him a flat Sprite. <laughs> uh, mm. blah, blah, blah. I'll have a flat Sprite shaken, not stirred. And it's just like he starts to gamble, and at that point he's gambling just on slot machines. Or what's like, the uh, what's the? I don't know how you play it, but it's just a bunch of numbers on a screen, mm -hmm. and old people yell at it. Plinko. Yeah. That's and they, people come around and hand you cards, and then mm -hmm. you pick the numbers, and then they just come and go. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 what he plays. Uh, right. Right. But very seductive Plinko. Scene. I do believe I have bingo. <laughs> bingo. And and then Jaws comes over, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And but the shark, him, not the guy, not Richard yeah, Keel, the yeah. shark. And he gives a shark a ju judo judo chop. chop, judo chop. Those are the movies where he watched a lot of people fight. He started like kind of being like, "Look at those two guys going at it." He's like, he's hiding under a table. Yeah, yeah. It's so uh, uh, yeah. I have such. I have a yeah. 
boy, I'm a big Bond fan, and I have yeah. such a problem with the, most of those Roger Moore <laughs> movies. Low batting average, James Bond movies. Low batting average. Matt Fraction, you came up with an idea. What wow. animal would you, do you wish would kill you? I've been thinking about this for two weeks. And I got to say, though, you have I mean, I think we can announce this tonight that we're entering pre pre production on animals versus people. Oh, yeah. Five hundred million dollar. It's amazing. Four quadrant major yeah. motion picture event. We've entered into a production agreement with the New York Film Academy just here yes. off the mm-hmm. highway. And uh, the premise uh, your brilliant premise is animals team up. And start killing people. Yes, with a real purpose to wipe out humans. Yeah. And who can blame them? We get it. We all get it. Mm -hmm. I get it. Because, again, we would be sitting here in this studio. There'd be no, no, there's no reason a pack of coyotes wouldn't run. We'd be dead. Yeah. A pack of coyotes runs in here and starts chomping us. It's over. They're going to, they're going to get us. A bear? Well, you think a lock's going to stop a bear? Yeah. No. No. Not if it wants to kill you. Yeah. I say, but that got the ball rolling. Yeah. Which animal do you want to kill you? Sometimes you think about it and it's like, you want one. Do you want it to be quick or do you want it to be memorable? Right, right. Well, you know, so I have, like you, spent an embarrassing amount of time thinking yeah, about this. Yeah. Oh, I figure that inherent in the premise is you're going to die. The animals have chosen to kill you. Mm-hmm. Right. Not like, oop, like this is a thing where an a- animal has decided I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Like there's no, I don't want it to hurt. Like it's going to hurt. It's an yeah. animal. It's going to kill you. It's going to hurt. Yeah. Uh, some people say, oh, bear. Yeah. Bears are strong. They'll rip you. Down. They're going to make you suffer for a while. That's not a quick one. Yeah. Yeah. A bear's not going to be as quick as you might think. Yeah. Um, now, my friend Ben Acker reminded me of how Aeschylus died. Aeschylus, the father of tragedy. Okay. Do you know this story? I don't. Okay, so do you know how eagles kill tortoises? How? They they grab them by the shell, they mm-hmm. fly up in the sky, yeah. they look for a big rock. Yeah. They drop the tortoise on the rock, shell wow. cracks open. Wow. Turtle meat, right? Guess who was bald? Had a big bald head. Aeschylus. Aeschylus. An eagle picked up a tortoise, mm-hmm. saw Aeschylus's big bald head, dropped the tortoise shell, killing Aeschylus instantly. So that's that would mean picking an eagle, uh, you know, or maybe uh, you know, or like does yeah, do, does the tortoise get the assist in that? I mean, is he dropping you on a tortoise? No, he's dropping the tortoise on you. Uh, oh, so oh, I see what you're saying. The eagle thought that his Aeschylus's bald head, head was, a was rock. the rock. Yeah, drop the tortoise. Well, that's on next it. level. Yeah, I so, think you got to go with that. And as, as Ben put it, the father of tragedy died the most comedic way possible. Yeah. But also probably lights out. Probably had no idea what was happening. Walking down the street. Hey, the mescalus, I'm thinking about sad plays. Yeah. Boom. Lights out. And everyone now is like, listen, the plays are great, but if you heard how this guy has died, mm-hmm. you got to hope that they drop a big tortoise on you. Yeah, that's a really good, they drop year. a little one. Then you got a concussion, but that's the Kobe of Eagles out there. I mean, that Eagle is just yeah. like, yeah, that guy right there. Yeah. It's like, I mean, not the eyesight maybe, but yeah. Just a legend, from legend, downtown. one in a billion shot. Yeah, for yeah, the Luke Skywalker of Eagles. Who was the Luke Skywalker of Eagles? Probably Glenn Fry, right? Yeah, 
Yeah, probably Glenn Fry. <laughs> Let's take a call. Take and then in five minutes, water from your eyes, amazing session. And then it's animal talk all the way to the finish line, everybody. Hello, best show. Hello, best show. Caller. Hello. Hello. Are you not there? Maybe they've already been killed by an animal. They might have been killed by an animal. Bit him in the throat. No, not there. Ooh, sorry. You call back. You call back. I want to take a call. This is going to be one not about animals. This is, I'm being told to take this call. Hello, best show. Hello. Hello. To whom am I speaking? Hi. Uh, this is Terry Tate, your San Francisco mother. This is, for everybody who knows the show, Eric White is is an artist who has been is a friend of the show, and I, I love him to death. This is Eric's mom. Also Justin's mom. And also Justin's mom. I don't want to exclude Justin from this. No, let's not exclude Justin. Now you, Terry, you wrote a pretty amazing book that is available. People, should, thank you. People should check it out. And oh, the hard smile. Yes, and it's a beautiful book. And I, I, uh, thank you. You're you're a very amazing person. You raised amazing kids. But you are calling tonight. Thank you. What are you calling? What do you want to talk about tonight? Well, I want to talk about Gary. Gary. About Gary, the senior bachelor. Yes, the golden bachelor, Gary. Yeah. Yeah. Are you watching the show? Not only, of course I am. Um, And not only did he tell all of them that he loved them, he also told one of their sets of grandchildren that he might be that he would be oh. the new pop pop. Which made me want to throw said, up. Exactly. They said, do you, yeah. do you think you could be the new pop pop? And mm. he said, Yes, I do. Yeah. This So now he's not only messing with his women, but also these innocent children. Exactly, because these are like little kids, and they're just like, do you like my grandma? Well, yes, I do. Right. And uh-huh. it's like, do you think are you're going to marry my grandmother? Her? I think I might. Right. Exactly. To every one of them. No, no noticeable difference in affect. Nope. He's a Between psycho. Any of them. He was, he's really enthusiastic. He's a sociopath. And I want to say this. He is. Terry, if you were on Golden yes. Bachelor, first of all, they'd be lucky to have you on the show. They'd be lucky to have you. Do you have any connections? I don't. But oh, we'll bad. see. We'll put it out there for season two of Golden Bachelor. Okay, yeah. If you were on this and then. Here's the Golden Bachelorette. Yeah. This is what I picture. You make it to okay. deep in the show. Gary uh-huh. has to meet Eric and Justin, right? Right. 
and then they say, "Do you, what are your intentions with this?" Do you and then and then say that Gary because he's got to pass on everybody but one person. He's breaking hearts left right, and right. I would say this yeah. to Gary: you you uh, you uh, mess with uh, with Terry on the show. I wouldn't go down any dark alleys. You're gonna get Eric, uh, okay. Eric, and Justin. They're gonna beat the tar out of you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. Right. Then Gary will come crawling back. Actually, on second thought, I do have Uh a rose for you. Exactly. And he's holding the rose in his beaten, broken hand. Because your because your kids went like they turned into animals. They turned into animals. They pulled. They turned them into a pile of goo. Uh, yeah, and and you know how pugilistic they are. Oh, you see, they I'll are, say this. Eric is one of the most peaceful people. You get him in the right thing. You look in yeah. those eyes. I wouldn't mess with yeah, that person. That's true. You don't want to mess with them. No, you don't. No, you don't. Right. You don't want to mess with the nice guys because they've got a no, reservoir just, no. of rage in them. Yeah. As one of the nice guys, I can say that. If you poke me from uh-huh. the wrong angle, look out, Jack. You just you just uh, woke the volcano up, and here comes yeah. decades of rage that have nothing to do with whatever the current moment is. That's exactly right. All that niceness. Yeah, out the window. Yeah. It gets you after a while. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to say this, Terry. I am going to see... If I know anybody from Golden Bachelor, I that you couldn't have made me happier. Well, they have to do it with a woman eventually, oh, the, right? It has to be the next season. Has to be Golden Bachelorette. Exactly. So I'd sort of like to do that. All I'd right. like to be in charge. Well, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see what Did I can do. Into that? We'll see yeah. what we can do. I'll, I'm going to go shopping for dresses. Maybe don't do that just yet. Let me see if I know anybody before you start pulling the trigger on purchases around this. They have a wardrobe well, department yeah, I also. I shop at Ross, so it's not a big investment. Okay, so you're at Ross. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. All right, Terry. And I enjoy the process. Me too. Who do you think he picks? Who do you think he picks? Yeah. Uh, I have no idea. What do you think? I think maybe I like the one with the horses the best. Mm-hmm. I think, but I think she's a little off kilter. Yeah. But then so is she. Yeah. I think you might pick the little one. I never remember their names. The little one. What do you yeah. think? I think he goes with. Matt. I think he goes with the motorcycle woman. Although she's from Minnesota, I don't think he wants to go to Minnesota. Well, that's the other Faith. thing. They're also entwined in their families. How are they going to live together? They're going to have to commute. They're going to have to look. It's a faulty thing at best. Yeah, that's true. Terry, it is. I'm glad you checked in. I'm going to see what I can do. We'll get you on Golden Bachelorette. It's going to be amazing. I'm, I'm ready. I've got my tiara. All right, we'll get your tiara polished. 
and we'll walk you over to the lot. All right. You have a great night. Thank you so much. You too. Okay. Bye. All right. Let's check in with our friends. Water from your eyes. Now, this is an amazing session. It's one of the best bands going. They're on Matador. Everybody. Let's check it out. Live in the best show forever dog theater. Water from your eyes.
She's not coming 
track.
Water from your eyes. How about that, everybody? They just released a record called Everyone's Crushed on Matador. It's a remix album. No, the Everyone's Crushed album was out. Then there's Everyone Crushed by Everyone, which has different remixes on it. They are amazing. I loved it. One of the best uh, sessions we've had here. And I'm telling you this, we got more coming. We're at the beginning of the ride, not the end. There's more coming. We got bands coming through that you are not going to believe. I'm not going to give any names away. I'm just going to say one thing. Uh might give it away. Steely Dan? That's Steely Dan, yes. You know your music, Matt. That's one of the things I admire about you. That's the first thing we really related to. Yeah. We got Candlebox coming through. We got all of them. All the greats. So, the nitty-gritty here is all about the animals, the animal that you would like to be, that you would like to kill you. And we have phones here, and we have Matt Fraction in studio. Call 201-989-0012. We're talking about the animals that you wish you would want to kill you. Uh, Best show, hello. Hi, Tom. Hi, who's this? This is Alex in Oklahoma City. Alex from Oklahoma City. What's going on tonight, Alex? You're here with me and Matt Fraction. We got the topic on the table. What do you got? Yes, I got a couple animals for the topic. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, Number one, uh, I would like to die by the toad that gets you high. Ooh. Understandable. So you want... Yeah. What is that? Is that a matter of licking the toad? I would imagine, I, Matt already said that the toad is attacking me, so I'm imagining that it's one or more toads crawling into my mouth. Okay. And the poison, how long do, how long do you think that poison takes to kick in? <sighs> I, I don't know, but I'm hoping that it's like pleasant for two-thirds of the time. Mm-hmm. That's sort of the ratio I'm asking for. So you're hoping so to be like, like two, three hours, maybe. You're hoping to be like tripping from the poison. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're hoping? Yeah. And then ideally, and then hopefully I'll just sort of slide out. Yeah, that's fair. Any other ones? Because I, I feel like any of the ones like that could get messy and it could go sideways yeah. on you, and you'd live a lot longer than you thought you were going to. Yeah, that's that's reasonable. The my other two are quick ones. Uh, cassowary. What what was that now? Which is like a, it's a cassowary. It's like a smaller ostrich that's a lot meaner, and they've got sharper claws. So they're just like pecked to death by these things will, 
or you wanted to just like oh, slash no, your got, throat. You wanted to slash your throat with was, it. Yeah, this is a with its talons, like raptor, exactly. like a velociraptor kind of. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, they'll they'll kick a hole through you. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a good choice. Great. And there's one of them on the screen right uh, now. And then I also want to commend uh, our amazing Besho staff. We have Wes and Brett and Andrew. For whoever put the picture of that dog on the which which animal do you want to kill you? It, it looked like getting killed. Like they'd be like picking Air Bud to kick you. The the dog they've been using. I want Air Bud to kill me in a DUI. <laughs> I would want Air Bud to dunk on me. <laughs> Knocks me back. I was like it was a, like it was like. I get I fouled him. He flies up, dunks on me. I go backwards, bang my head on the court. Oh, out, interesting. Out. Okay. And I bleed out on the court and Air Bud shoots a free throw. There's nothing in the rule book saying he can't shoot a free throw while the man's bleeding out yeah. on the <laughs> Yeah. There you go. There's Air Bud. Yeah, look at him. Look at that yeah. little psycho. Wait, is that the dog from the bean commercial? I think it's the beans commercial. Is that from the the be- roll the yeah. beautiful bean footage dog? That's who that is. Is that him or her? Dogs no, that dog's can had be a lot ladies. Of work and there's a lot of ladies can be dogs these days too. Everybody, it's a different world. Um, any other one? Any other animals? Yeah, I got one more. Uh, I would like to bring up the noble hippopotamus. A hippopotamus will destroy you. Yeah. That's the meanest yeah. of all the animals. Yeah. Yeah. And be yeah. like trying to reason with a tank. Yeah. With a mouth. Now, how does a hippopotamus right. kill you? Know what? you? Does what's, it, what's the scenario? Does it trample you? Does it bite I'm you? In, ideally, I would. if you've ever seen a video of like a hippo being fed a watermelon, mm-hmm. they yes. just crack it right in half with it their does. jaws. Yep. Ideally, that happens to my head. Then it's over very quickly. Hippo is a fast way out. Right. Look at this dude running from a hippo. I think it's Chris Pratt about to get bit by a hippo. Um, no, that's a hippo. Look at the jaws on that thing. Yeah, I wouldn't want a, a hippo. Yeah, no, thank you. That would be a that would be a fast one. If a hippo got your head in the in like, its yeah, in its in its mouth, like a like a grape tomato. Yeah. Alex, thank yep. you for the call. Thank you for having me. Tom, can I share my son's answer to this question? Please. Uh, uh, my answer is fiscally toad venom high, as just okay. outlined. Sure. Uh, socially, I want to be hit by a charging rhino with several grenades strapped to my body. Because that would either be a meat explosion, like the whale carcass blowing up, uh, which would be sick for the image alone, or I'd get launched into the air like a meat firework. So he's looking to make a splash, literally yeah, a yeah. splash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he wants to go full. Say hello yeah. to my little friends as a rhino yeah. comes at him. He's taking. He's taking, he's a, taking rhino a rhino with, with him. him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or he's mistiming it, and he's just blowing up. Yeah. And then the rhino's look. I thought it was gonna yeah. pierce this. Kid. Rhino's got like Henry Tartar. Neat. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Oh. It's just like what just... happened? Where'd the where'd that kid go? Yeah. I didn't think I hit him yet. So he would, he'd have grenades strapped to him. Yeah. 
which means he has to pull the pins. At least the one. He's got the one. I figure he's got the one pin out, uh -huh. and he's got his hand on the handle, and he's just okay. kind of timing it by sight. Plays a lot of video games. He's got sure, the hand he's eye. He's got the timing. He's got the hand eye. Yeah. So he he releases the 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 uh mm -hmm. the little uh the handle the handle yeah yeah. The grenade goes off as the rhino hits him. Like just right in figures, yeah, just right at the moment of, yeah. That's pretty good. It's, uh, what would be awesome too would be like if it didn't kill the rhino, mm -hmm. but then like just for the movie, you know, yeah. when we when we get it up on the boards, yeah. we start busting it out. Yeah, like maybe like it, it, it sort of mutilates half the rhino, and then he becomes like a signature character in the yeah. film. He's like, oh, the rhino that almost died, yeah. now he's disfigured. Yeah, and, yeah. The rhino that wanders the plains. Right, right. Because no other lady rhino can bear to look at him. He's so... That's so hideous. Yes, yeah, so he just goes around looking for other children to kill. Yeah. Let's take another call here and see what we got here. Welcome to the best show. Hello. 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 Hi, Tom. Hi. Hi, Tom. Can you hear me? I can. To whom am I speaking? This is Kelly. Kelly, where are you calling from? From Fargo. Fargo. What's that? Fargo. Hivo? Fargo. 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 Yeah. It's my deal, Wade. Right? <laughs> remember that? <laughs> it's my deal, Wade. Yeah, you know what's I going on down that. at that McDonald's. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Harv Presnell. The great Harv Presnell. Um, now, mm -hmm. tell me, uh, Kelly... Is there an animal that you would like to be killed by? Yes, there's only one. It is the mountain lion. A mountain lion. Now, how do you picture this going down, and what kind of death are we talking about? I'm thinking that it would be not a quick death. Um, I think they like to play with their food. Cats in general do. With their prey. Okay, so you're picturing your um, where? How is this going down? Are you are you are you on a hike? I I don't hike, but, but I guess like if I ever saw a mountain lion in the wild, or yeah, just outside, I don't think that I would trust myself to retreat to safety mm -hmm. as quickly as I should. Like I think I would just be like, oh, I can't believe I'm seeing a mountain lion right now. And I'd just be stunned. So you'd be frozen and in your tracks. Then yeah. here comes the mountain lion. It You picture it mauling you? Like it pounces and then maul, starts mauling you? Yeah, it would maul me. I'm pretty sure. And you're okay with a, an agonizing death of an animal that is going to gleefully... I just gleefully play with your that. lifeless body as the as the life drains out of you i just think that i could accept that okay you know what i mean that's because fair i would i would think like it's a mountain lion it's doing what it does i can't believe that i saw a mountain lion at least there's that because like i think mountain lions are so beautiful and majestic that i can't mm -hmm. believe that they exist well i got news for you kelly so I got news for Kelly. Yeah. If you're excited to see a mountain lion, I can't imagine how excited you're going to be to get murdered by a mountain lion. <laughs> you're going to be over the moon. I mean, you, you would be really up close to it. Yeah, for no, sure. it's, it's the same. Uh, yeah. 
How could you not just for a second think like, maybe I can pat it? Yeah, right? You're petting the blood-soaked fur. <laughs> Do you get into a slippy there, I mean, buddy? It's essentially, a, it's exen- it's essentially a, a, a big cat with rippling muscles. Yes. Like, so, they're majestic, mm-hmm. beautiful creatures. So your final words are what? Good kitty? What are we talking I, about I here? Just, yeah. <laughs> yes. I, would, I think I would just be like, it's okay. I understand. Sure. Hmm. You do what you have to do. It's I a would, cat. The counter to this, Matt and Kelly, would be, I think I could beat pretty much every one of these. Animals. I could outsmart. A mountain lion comes at me. I see that mountain lion coming. I already start a spin kick. Again, right in the right in the right in the bread basket. <gasps> now the, mm. now the mountain lion's like no sucking way, wind. Tom. Mountain lion's sucking wind. Then you know what I do? Just push him off the cliff. <laughs> well, you know, in the premise, <laughs> no way, Tom. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I was thinking about this through the lens of the yeah. film. Yeah, I mean, like and like. You know, Kelly's getting ready for work. It's the morning. You know, she's getting ready to go. She's got the keys, uh-huh. got her bag, got everything. Check, check. I got my yeah. stuff. Opens the front door. Boom, right there in the lawn. Yeah. Mountain lion. Yeah. Just looking. And she slowly exit the house. And it's a magical moment. You know, it's a little Kubrick. It's this, this, yeah. this stunning thing. And then her, her last words. This, 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 this. And then, oh, no, it's okay. I understand. Yeah. Do what you have to do. And then just ripped up like a rag doll. Guts everywhere. Yeah, because they've come. Everywhere. They've come. I think it's yeah. in this. Yeah. You know, this. That's how you know. Oh, it's on. It's not yeah. about. Oh, they're just going to kill us where they find us. It's like no. they're coming to the cities now. Yes, this isn't an urban mountain lion. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of like in that Jurassic, the Lost yeah. World, when suddenly they're like, "Oh my god, the dinosaurs are coming to the suburbs!" But then they're just like at night, <laughs> and no in, one's kind of around in the rain. <laughs> it was like. Like what should have been the greatest moment in movie history would be a freaking dinosaur running wild through a city. They just had to be like the suburbs of San Diego. Right. Right. No one's around. This is the other thing with these Marvel movies. And I'm not going to say you're exempt from this because Matt, he's Joe Marvel. Um, Every one of the first movies, for some reason, let's go through them. Iron Man. They fight in an empty, empty uh, highway. Thor, empty city. X Men, the first X Men. Where do they fight? The Statue of Liberty gift shop. The main fight is in a gift shop. It's so clear. It's like, do they not know extras don't cost that much money for these things? The gift shop. You're going to hit Magneto over the head with a mug. A mug, I tell you. Right? Magneto. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to leave now. <laughs> it's your show now, man. Um, no. If I saw Magneto in that thing, this is how I'd beat him. You get that penny cranker, right? You get the thing mm-hmm. and you put the coin in it. You sharpen one of them. Mm-hmm. Actually, they, Your pocket whetstone comes in handy. Everyone mocked. Everyone laughed. Everyone scoffed. That thing goes flying right in his throat. Hmm. And the beauty of it is, it's a Statue of Liberty, right on the right on the penny. That's, ironic. That's hmm. assuming that. Then the mountain lion comes in and eats Magneto. Then a mag, yeah. Then a <laughs> a mountain lion Gito. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kelly. That was a good one. This is going to sound <laughs> awful to say. If mm-hmm. you if you need if an animal is going to take you out, I hope it's a mountain lion. I hope your dreams come true. Oh, thank you, Tom. Thank of you, course, Tom. Of course. That you, means a lot. You have a great night. All right, let's see. Uh yeah, pennies aren't even like mag- magnetic. They were no. just like he wouldn't oh, why isn't my my powers aren't working? Uh ha, it's copper, sucker. Yeah. You got me again, Magneto. Um, do you have an answer for this question? Oh, well, for look, Matt, thank you for asking. I gave this one a lot of thought. It's a part of me that likes a bear, but it's way too violent and it's never going to end with a bear. Bear's going to just like chew on your arm for a good long while. Scratch open your guts. You're still pumping blood. You're watching this thing. It could be as simple as getting kicked in the face by a horse. Sure. Sure. Like a horse. Yeah. Don Draper's dad style. Don Draper's dad style. I didn't watch. I watched three. Spoilers. Don Draper's dad gets kicked. What? Your uncle, maybe. I watched three episodes of Mad Men. I remember being, when that show came on, I was not in a great place mentally. Mm. And there was the episode where he skipped his kid's birthday party. I was just kind of like, yeah, I can't watch this right now. I was like, I'm not, I'm not equipped for what this show is about. I had just left advertising when that show came out and resisted watching Mm -hmm. for years. And then I would watch, and there were episodes that would give me panic Mm -hmm. episodes, like panic attack. Like, And I do want to say... I know you don't like to talk about your advertising work, but your work with Clara Peller Thank blew you. us all away, and Thank you, you changed the face of America for the better. Thank you. Where's the beef with Matt? Came yeah. up with that. Yeah. Um, you could make it. Look, I think a hippo is kind of, if you want it to be fast, it's going to be fast with a hippo. Yeah, yeah. But do you want it to be fast? You could, what's the appeal of a lion running at you, right? Sure, sure. You get to see a majestic lion. Right. Which is, and that's, uh, that my thing is very much about that of just knowing, like I said, understanding the premise, mm-hmm. it's going to be terrible. You're going to die. But also it's for a movie. We want a spectacular set piece. Yeah. Like all of that kind of went into to where I landed because it's, yeah, it's like, yeah, I think there's probably quick and they're slow, but like Henry, I think you want something spectacular and memorable. No, know? Henry's going out. Uh, Covered in grenades. Like I don't know where he's going to get grenades. Does my kid have yeah. grenades? Tom, does my kid have grenades right now? Do I need to search his room when he's at school? Henry, if, do you? If you have to ask, you don't. It's too late. Oh, oh, you don't. You're oh, fine. good. Oh, good. Whew. Look. He also, if if he's got if he's got a stockpile of grenades, he's just waiting to run into a. Waiting to run. What's he going to do again? Which one? Yeah, he's going to, uh, with a rhino. A rhino. Charging yeah. rhino. He's going to make a suicide vest. And... Well, until you've got a horn on your head, you've got nothing to worry yeah. about. Yeah. Just don't dress as a unicorn for Halloween and you're okay. Ooh. Polar bear could be interesting because it would be the Arctic mm-hmm. and you'd be so cold. Mm-hmm. But I you'd... think visually spectacular, like bright blood, blood all on over the white, you know, and on the fur, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You picture the blood all around the white mouth of the polar bear. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, "Hey, that's my blood!" Yeah, oh, it looks so awesome. Like a little starstruck. 
Oh, that's so cool. Oh, it hurts so bad. Why, why don't you want this Coca-Cola? Yeah. I thought you were our friend. Yeah. Also, too, like, isn't, I, I mean, this might be apocryphal, but like, mm-hmm. no, because there's that movie. There was the Grizzly Man movie. Like, there's stuff we don't know about bears because we mm-hmm. can't get close enough to them because yeah. they're bears. Yeah. Like, to be the guy, like, I got close mm-hmm. enough to, like, that certainly, yeah. that's a huge, right? That'd be a real thing. And again, for me, the thing with the polar bear would be I know how to beat them up. If a polar bear came at me, I'd bonk him right in the snout. Mm. Bonk. Snout, not the bread basket this time. You're, no, going right up, you're, going, s- you're taking him upstairs. Right in the snout. And then if it comes back for more, then you give him the old paintbrush. Ooh, okay. All right. You know. Some shemp. Go f- <laughs> yeah. you go. You go full shemp on this polar bear. Matt, God help me. Last time you were here. And also, just in general, God help me. I mean, that's sure, sure, sure. like it's a statement in and of itself. Last time you were here, we came up with five great ideas: American centipede, American centipede, <laughs> which is which is human human centipede from coast to coast. Right, it would be right. like hands across America crossed with human centipede. Yes, animals versus humans. Mm-hmm. This topic, so many great ideas. What would you think about? I just had it. Hold on. Wait, help me. What were we just talking about? American centipede. Before that. Bear. Close, up close bear. and personal, majestic bear getting shredded. Up clo- oh, I lost it, man. That's how the million dollar ideas go. Yeah. It'll come back, though. It's going to come back. Man, how did that leave me? Let me play it back in my head. Never mind. I got other things to say. Yeah, there it is right there. Thank you. Look at that. Yeah, that's the start. That's the dream. American centipede. From sea to shining sea. Yeah. That's going to haunt me that I can't remember what I was talking about. Let me, let me, let me think. Oh, thank you. So many. Matt, Hmm. we've had, we've kicked around. Million dollar ideas. Right. We've kicked around billion dollar ideas. Here's a trillion dollar capital idea. With the, okay, capital Get T ready. for Tom. I'm ready. The Three Stooges <laughs> with real deadly animals. Hmm. The Wait. Three Stooges versus real animals. <laughs> There, there were so many different yeah, ways to interpret yeah. that. <laughs> like, well, I guess yeah. maybe Mo could be like a bear. No, I mean they're yeah. squaring yeah. off. So they're like zookeeper. they're trapped they're in zoo- a zoo- zookeeper. They're zookeepers. Right. The zoo is. Uh, oh, you lame brain! Locked we got locked up. in the closet. The now they shut down the zoo. just go up. Right. Yeah, what are we gonna do, you idiot? And then like a gorilla comes up to like Mo, and he's like, mm-hmm. and the gorilla and like. They hit him and like boom, boom, punch him in the stomach. You the big timpani sound. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could the Three Stooges, how many animals could the Three Stooges beat in a full Three Stooges nature fight? Now, is this a traditional two-reeler or is this one of, is this a feature-length film? No, this is the Farrelly Brothers. The feature-length film. This is Will Sasso. Right. Sean Hayes. Right. And uh, Chris. That's right. Uh, what's his name again? It's a Greek name. Thank you in the chat. We fought a zoo. <laughs> it's, wow. It's the greatest thing. Wes. MVP. That's you win. Fantastic. We fought a zoo. 
Um, it's weird that that yeah wow it, the, uh, uh, Chris he was that and then he he was also Jerry Lewis in the Dean and Mia love story yeah it's weird um all right so so the three stooges are squaring off against yeah. a zoo yeah a lion comes in what do they do I mean that feels like a thing where they're gonna scram yeah and that splits them up okay then you get then you get Mo peeking around the corner mm-hmm. and the gorilla comes up. And he's yeah. like, hey, you big idiot, stay back there. He's, yeah. And he's pushing the gorilla. We don't realize he doesn't yeah, look, yeah. he doesn't yeah, see yeah. the gorilla. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, God, oh, I just want you to shave. Oh, yeah. you're so big. And then he realizes, <laughs> you know, he's he's petting up. The gorilla tears Moe's arm off. So you're saying the three stooges don't stand much of a chance no, against no, I I just think it's isn't it it's a little bit like, don't you want to see Hey, uh, you can't hit Mo like that? Right, you know, like Larry comes over all man. Yeah, hey, that's my oh, blow, you're bleeding everywhere. Yeah, oh, yeah, geez. Yeah. But like, don't you want to see the? Was it the Washington Generals score a couple against yes. the Globetrotters? You want to see the team that the Harlem Globetrotters always beat, the Washington Generals. I want to see him put some. You know what? Make it a make it a contest. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe maybe everybody gets a triple double that night. Get it, get it up. Get it. You know, make it make it a contest. I love it. I love it. I think. I don't think the three stooges make it past two animals. Two? Really? I really think. Look, here they are fighting a dolphin. They right. can't they can't even handle so, well, a dolphin. Well, that's what they're eighty five year old men. Look at that. Well, oh my god, that's, that's a real Hanks. dolphin. Oh wait, is that the oh. oh man. Look at that. There they are fighting a dolphin. Sick. Oh. They're actually in a zoo fight. You know, I guess part of it would also have to depend on what the layout of the zoo is. Mm-hmm. You know, does it kind of yeah. have like a progressive? It depends. Like, is, is the zoo telling a story? Is it organized by kind of habitat environment? You know, because mm-hmm. then you could you could have them spread out, get kind of beat up pretty bad, and then come together. I think the trick is there'd have to be an animal that they'd flip to their side. They'd have to get an animal to turn. Yeah, you're right. Could they get a chimp? Yeah, chimps are pretty brutal, but small, right? I think yeah. chimps, a chimp would know not to mess with yeah. them. You know, elephants? Could they get an elephant? Maybe, they, uh, maybe. A chimp you know, could get an elephant. See, chimp. look, if you get a chimp, mm-hmm. the chimp can do. People love chimps. And the chimps love other, other animals love chimps. Mm. Then you get a chimp on the back of an elephant. Then, oh, then that's, it's, that's it's a different in, game. That's money in the bank. Hello, best show. <laughs> Hi, Tom. Hi. To whom am I speaking? <laughs> this is Jeffrey in Birmingham, Alabama. I'm sorry, I'm still laughing. Oh, <laughs> Joe. Yes, your you're right. Apologize for finding the show funny. <laughs> you have nothing to apologize for, Jeffrey. I'm glad you're laughing. That uh, means a lot. What thoughts do just, you have? Uh, here? Just another wonderful night here. Thank uh, you. Uh, so, uh, got to gotta go uh, rattlesnake here in the south. Yeah. So you and just they want just, they're just everywhere. So you Ugh. just you just want the poison to run through you and take you out. Yeah, because you know rattlesnakes are really, especially these. We got a lot of ground rattlers, what mm-hmm. we call around here, mm-hmm. and and they just they they'll vibrate a little bit as a warning but they just basically strike you mm-hmm. and that's it i mean they won't eat you or anything like that but it, it's just <laughs> yeah. so, a little horrifying well no but you know though i think you would have that moment of relief of like you know what i don't have to worry about getting killed 
but when a rattler is going to kill me, mm -hmm. it's happening now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm free of always having to worry about rattlesnakes killing me as 80 rattlesnakes just. <laughs> yeah. You'd look like a Tyrak by the end. <laughs> I see again, I know how to beat rattlesnakes and this is good advice for oh. you, Jeffrey. Okay. Okay. All you need is an iPhone and you load up on it. The song Cuban Pete, right? <laughs> These rattlesnakes, they start grooving the music a little bit. Yeah. I'm a name is Cuban Pete. I'm the one with the mumbo beat, right? <laughs> boom, chicka, boom, 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 chicka, boom, boom, boom. And when they get into that boom, chicka, boom, that's when you grab them, you whip them. Mm. Whip them around and just yeah. hope for the best. And if there's more than one, you tie them together. <laughs> Make one real long rattlesnake. It's very simple, Jeffrey. I just, I just, Tom, I want to say, too, it's, it's, uh, you had a, fantastic musical guest tonight and also matt fraction it's an absolute honor that you're there thank you. oh thank you pal. um I, yeah man and, and i just want to give a quick shout out too I'm, I'm really excited to see the the new series and uh, uh i love james stokoe's work as well oh he's uh, the, the godzilla best. work that he's oh, done oh it's so good half century war is so fantastic Oh, it, it really is. But Tom, thank you again for such a wonderful musical guest. Oh, well, that's so sweet. Water from your eyes. They they were amazing. And uh, I was so blown away by how exciting they were when they came through. And they're just yes. so cool. And the records are amazing. That's the other thing. Don't just check their music yeah, out. Just, so good. Yeah, just to hear just to hear the people express their art. Mm -hmm. on your show is so wonderful every time i've i've had a great time tonight thank oh, you so jeffrey much. that's very sweet of you i appreciate it and what i'm gonna say in all honesty don't tie a rattlesnake uh, together that was not good i advice. will do my best that was good and that was not good advice. <laughs> okay you have a good night you know tom i i gasped because i had uh, i realized what's in the final cage at the mm -hmm. zoo when we fought a zoo yeah the creature that the stooges unleash they yeah. free them yeah. It's the American centipede. Wow. So it's just an endless. It's that, at least a 4,000 mile long human centipede that, that comes is. to the aid of the three stooges. Then you just say. But thank God that first guy is a stooges fan and not a Laurel and Hardy guy. But stooges, I love you guys. But you know how you get past this? I know a kid who's got a box of grenades. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It is now both of my children, my you son just, and my daughter know mm -hmm. that if you ever see a human centipede, mm -hmm. yeah. grenade, grenade time. If you make the first one swallow the grenade, mm -hmm. it's just, just going to take care of itself. It takes time. Mm -hmm. it takes a little bit of time. Then, yeah, and they're crawling. You can get away. They, yeah. they don't move. That's that is the human centipede's yes. biggest weakness: slow moving. Slow moving, susceptible to grenades. Yeah, and opinionated. Very opinionated. Hello, best show. Hi, Tom. Hi, my Matt Fraction. Hi. Uh, this is Savingtron 3000. This is Savingtron um, 3000. I, so thankfully, the new model is is here. Yeah, the new model is upgraded. It's the, it's the new version. Mm -hmm. But uh, I have a great one for the topic. I, I just wanted to say a couple things right off the bat, though. Um, Water From Your Eyes, um, officially my favorite best show musical guest of oh, all look time. Look at that. Thank you. That That is excellent so to hear. So unique. Excellent. So unique. I only could think of three references. 
three references, uh, Palm, Elf, and Larry Lalonde from Primus throwback. Okay. If it makes sense so, to you, um, yeah, makes I'm definitely going to be me, buying their sure. music. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be buying their music off of Bandcamp after this. Okay. But, um, and the second, the second thing I wanted to say is a, a little bit of an apology for the October 3rd show that I last called into. I was literally in the hospital the next day. Well, yeah, I was, abu- I was abusing the reefer. You were abusing the reefer. And, um, right. And now it's been about a month. I've been clean of all substances and I feel better than I've ever felt. Well, I'm glad to hear that. My, That's bi- great. No depression. My bipolar is not existent. It's great. I'm glad to hear that. This is why you're Thank the you, updated Tom. model. Exactly. It's the rebirth of Savington. Amazing. I'm glad to hear. Now tell me, Savington, what animal would you want to kill you? All right, this one's great. So I want to be I want to be electrocuted by jellyfish. Wow. Mm. So are you hoping to get electrocuted, paralyzed from the here's shock, why. and then drown? Well, here's what happens based on what I've seen. Okay, so you know the, the, the movie Birdman is actually about that. The whole thing is a fever dream. He's actually being stung by jellyfish the whole time. The movie Birdman. Right. He's actually being stung it's, it's by a very jellyfish. Subtle. In it's it. very subtle because it's like it's like three hours long. So like a lot of people don't pick up on it. But if you if you look and and look at the meaning of the movie, there's like scenes where he's on the beach at sunset and he's washed up on the shore and there's jellyfish and the whole thing is just it, taking place in his mind. This repetitive mm-hmm. fever dream. I'm gonna take yeah. your word for it because um, I ain't watching Birdman again to find out. Oh no! I, yeah, tr- trust me, it was it was a chore. But yeah. the, the the soundtrack. Um, it was a just, chore, but you know the, what? The it was jazz. a chore. You ain't get no allowance at the end of that chore. Oh yeah. Uh, you paid right. for a chore. You right. paid to do chores. Now yeah. I'm gonna look. And um. So you want to get stung by a jellyfish? Yeah, I think uh, I like electricity. You know, I'm I'm. Who does? I play with high voltage as as a musician. So I've been uh, electrocuted a few times. I was recently putting black lights in my ceiling for Halloween. And I got a little bit of a shock, and I was like, "That was kind of nice." There you go. It's actually good for you. It's actually good for you. There's there's all kinds of electroshock. Well, you you would know. But, Thank um, you. That was the nicest thing anybody ever <laughs> said to me. You would know. I I, I did, um, on that note, did, um, I'm saying goodbye. That didn't feel great. You'd know. I hope you're doing well. <laughs> I'm glad you think it's so funny. <laughs> you're about to get hung up on also. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is a um, oh, sorry. Hi, Tom. Um, ECT. Oh, I'm not laughing. I'm laughing at the audacity. Well, you oh, got you got 15 wow. seconds um, to fix this one, Chief. What do you got? Oh, I'm sorry, Tom. Fly I'm sorry. right. Uh, I do you have know. one. I do have one. Let me just think about that for a second. You know, electricity. You'd know. Yeah, it's good for you. He said. That's oh, awful. It's not good. I don't think it is actually. Do not actually think it's good for you, by the way. Anyone listening? I'm not a doctor. No, I'm going to stick with Matt on this one. I'm going to. I'm going to tie rattlesnakes into knots all day long. Square knots, slip knot. That's fine. Uh, Don't mess around with electricity. Don't think it's good. What do you got, Brian? Oh, all right. Can we start over, Tom? We already did. Okay, so uh, I have one. 
do you want the explanation for it first or the uh, or the animal? Quick explanation. All right. So uh, I'm going to be dead anyways, right? So uh, dying. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. really matter what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, maybe we'll create some content out of it. Um, maybe I'll get a nice settlement for my family. Um, so I'm going to go with uh, Major Biden. Uh, okay. Wow. Brian, I was going to hang up on you because you were laughing at my misery. But not but I'm going to say this. Not at you. Well, it's not yours to say whether it was with. It was like, <laughs> oh, no, I'm laughing with you. <laughs> I'm going to say this. If Major Biden, Major Biden might be the way to go because he's going to do some Major Biden. <laughs> it's like a parade float down Main Street, yeah. and I just watched it. Whoa. Yeah. Major Biden. What is his other dog's name? Commander? Was he ever talking to literally yeah, I think, Commander? I think, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. I'll say this about Joe Biden. Some weird dog choices going on over there. He keeps getting these maniac dogs. Try a different breed, Joe. Try a different breed. It's clear one of them is not cut out for the high-intensity yeah. environment of the White yeah, House. Yeah. This dude keeps getting these German shepherds. Yeah, Try a Chihuahua, Joe. We did it, Joe. Pitbull. We got you. Ch- Look, Pitbull's rule. Don't you? I'm going to hang up on you, too. How dare oh, I, oh, I The show's almost over. That's also why we're hanging up on you. Final call. Hello, best show. Hey, Tom. It's Jamie from Oklahoma City. Jamie from Oklahoma City. What do you got for us? Uh, I have two joke ones and then, like, two real ones. Two joke ones and two real ones. Somebody did their homework. All right. See if I can give me one and let me see if I can guess whether it's a joke one or a real one. We'll see if me and Matt can guess. Okay. Okay. We'll see. All right. Okay. Animal from the Muppets. That's a joke one. Yeah. That's thick. Yeah. That's actually a puppet, I think. (laughs) Yes. But I do want to just say, I just want to say this. We could do what puppet would you want to kill you? Oh, <laughs> that's not bad. Although it's gonna be wait, hold on, Vance. Somebody's yeah, Vance. Look, it's gonna be Wally Wacky, man. Everybody knows. <laughs> yeah, um, somebody's saying, Tom, I love pit bulls. I love pit bulls so much. I want that guy dragging him through the dirt. Don't worry, I love pit bulls more than you. Where you start, where you end loving them, that's where I start loving pit bulls. Everybody in the chat, Wally Wackerman, Wally Wackerman. Oh, yeah. Why did you deny me? (laughs) I have to do it. We had all the clues, Mr. Policeman. (laughs) Why didn't you believe me? I can't. What's that? Yes, mother. What's in the box? So what do you got? So animal from the Muppets, that joke one, yeah, joke one. Well, give me, give me the real ones. Joke one. Joke I don't one. like the your okay, joke okay. ones right now. All right, fair enough. Uh, sea lion, and then uh, I'm actually on a sea lion diet right Pinocchio now. Pinocchio style. <laughs> when I see, <laughs> I, I eat. <laughs> 
No. What do you got? What do you, well, how would a sea lion kill you? You talking about on the wharf in San, San Francisco? You fall in. Yeah, on the on the wharf. Yeah, and then a. a Are you making fun of me? Can you make fun of me? For saying giant. Wolf? No, no. I'm just on edge no. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, You're like, yeah, on the wharf. It's a fun word to say. I'm allowed. I'm allowed to have fun with it. Okay. All right. Maybe slap to death. You know, the sea lions, yeah. you can feed the sea lions at Seaside Oregon. <laughs> and when you don't slap feed them fast enough. They got, yeah. they got weird jaws. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they, but like just getting slapped to death with. They get, so you get slap, slap, slap. And then one of the giant ones just crushes you. And does a thing like your head spins around three times yeah. on your neck. And then spins back. Right. <laughs> Blood. Yeah, <laughs> each, both ways. Yeah. yeah. I think this is what happened. You're on the wharf. Laugh it up. You're on the wharf in San Francisco. You fall in. You were holding a New England clam chowder in a bread bowl. Just come from the Panera on just, the wharf. Just came from the Panera on the wharf. Bear one claw of, bear claw in the pocket. One of these <laughs> one of these sea lions sees this food. They come right at you, they crush you. What was that? Did you hear that? Yeah. Oh, no, get out of here. The wharf's so slippery. This is, (laughs) I would like to see this. This would be my dream. Another billion idea. This might be, what's past trillion? What do we go Mm, to that? Quadrillion? Quadrillion. There's a quadrillion idea. Wharf on the wharf. Michael Dorn. Yes. Streets of San Francisco. Wharf from Star Trek. Mm -hmm. Fighting sea lions. (laughs) exclusively wharf based yes right if if the animal can get to the wharf wharf will fight them on a wharf (laughs) captain i must fight this these sea lions seem particularly you know in san francisco you know like a hippie guy with like an iguana on his shoulder yeah i I will destroy that iguana captain (laughs) then data shows up oh right yeah goes right in the water short circuits Kills all the sea lions in the yeah. surrounding area. Matt, I want to ask you a question. You know superheroes. What superhero would be the best at sports? I say Mr. Fantastic. I would say the Flash. Just picture. Yeah, the Flash could be good. But just picture it's basketball. Oh, yeah. Opening yeah. tip. He just burned. He, he wins the tip and dunks it. Yeah. He could cover the basket yeah. the whole time. Then they then they inbound the ball. He stretches out, blocks the whole other ba- the basket. Well, there's Nobody nothing can... in the rule book that says you can't turn yourself yeah. into a giant rubber band and <laughs> reflect the ball. And then he'd go bang, and the ball goes the other way, three for three. Yeah, yeah. And that... with Air Bud on, like Air Bud mm-hmm. on his side, like you're not gonna. That's an unstoppable duo. That's yeah. that's Jordan Pippen level, <laughs> Mister Fantastic and, and Air, Air Bud. Bud. Yeah. <laughs> Get uh, what's his face uh. Brett Bowen, what's the guy who I'm trying to think of the announcer on T- TBS when he's just like, Mr. Fantastic to Air Bud with the slammer. <laughs> no, that was Dr. Jack Ramsey, the late great Kevin Harlan. So I'm picturing doing that call. So you know what would be the worst one? Be Batman. He rolls his ankle. Then he's yeah, hurt. Yeah, yeah. He's actually hurt. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. Uh, I had the Three Stooges meet the American Centipede. You'll get the lion's share of laughs. I'm starting to think that the people working on the show 
are too good at graphics <laughs> to make that exist within a matter of moments is troubling. All right. Now, uh, Jamie, anything else? Yes, sir. I guess a follow up question. Uh, do cryptids count? No, Matt's saying no. I think, I think we got to okay. save those for the spinoffs. Yeah. Totally. Thanks for the call. Right. No, I want to tell everybody Monarch Legacy of the Monsters. Close? Sure. Close enough. What is it? is it? Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Legacy of Monsters. Yeah. And I've seen a few episodes. Bartice is on it. We have a human centipede made out of all the singers from Black Flag. All the singers from Black Flag. In Keith Morris, starting, Dez. But it's, it's, it's Keith, Dez. It's yeah. in order. It's in mm-hmm. chronological. Yes. It's, it's Keith Morris up front. <laughs> then it's Ron Reyes. Right. Then it's Dez. Dez. Henry. It's Henry. Back. Yeah. And then whoever the... Greg. Look. Oh, look. Look. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Godzuki's popping up. But Godzuki popped up. Oh, no. Um, unsanctioned. Unsanctioned. So... Monarch... Legacy, Legacy of, of Monsters, Monsters. Yeah. is on yeah. Apple TV Plus. N- Apple TV Plus starting yeah. next week. Yeah. And Matt's been working on this thing for a very long time. Yeah. So give it a give it a watch if you like this stuff. I've seen amazing reviews for it also. No joke. No. I've seen amazing reviews. It's it's uh it's it's pretty bonkers. And there's now there's advertising and that's really mm-hmm. deeply surreal. Yeah. Advertising is really weird. Mm-hmm. It's great, but also like, oh, it's it's real. Yeah. Now I'm starting to think the show's really gonna happen. Also, last but not least, everybody, December eleventh in Los Angeles at Zebulon, an evening with Tom Sharpling. Now Tom, is it true or false at the end of the show, mm-hmm. December eleventh, Zebulon, you're gonna be torn apart by wild animals? Picked apart on stage. You got to buy a ticket to find out. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone, yeah, everybody's talking about whether I'm going to get mauled. I already got that tiger that jacked up Siegfried and Roy, and it's going to kill him too. Flying him in. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Special guest Siegfried and Roy's old tiger. Yeah. Straight from the airport. Manticore or whatever. What was his name? Manticore? That sounds right. Sure. Yeah. It's pretty metal. When I think of metal, I think of Siegfried and Roy. An evening with Tom Sharpling, December 11th at Zebulon. Tickets for non-Patreon people go on sale Friday. Chumps. Tickets for Patreon, Best Show Patreon members, tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. I will put the code on the Patreon account. As soon as I finish the show, I'm going to put it in a post. Don't share it. Keep it to yourself. And get your tickets. It is going. It's a. It's not a big place. Zebulon, this is a special fun event. I wanted to do something on the small side of things to just have fun with everybody and make it a, a, a fun, cool night. And that is December 11th. So get your tickets for that, Zebulon. And... The Best Show shirts are available. You can check them out at bestshowforlife.shopify, myshopify.com. 
to Patreon, patreon.com slash the best show. So many things. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We will be back next week, and we have a great show for you next week. I can't say what it is, but it's going to be good. I promise you that. I don't lie to you. I don't lie. I tell you when it's good. Look, it's going to be a good one next week. I promise you that. It's going to be a good one next week. Now, on the way out, let's listen to a little something by a band called Blue Phantom from 1971. The Best Show is produced in partnership with the Forever Dog Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Tom Sharpling and features John Worcester, Michael Lisk, Jason Gore, and Pat Byrne. The show is produced and written by Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Michael Lisk, Brett Davis, John Worcester, and Tom Sharpling. The Best Show is executive produced by Tom Sharpling, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Co-executive produced by Jason Gore and Pat Burns. Segment producer, Michael Lisk. The show is engineered and mastered by Andrew Gleason and Wesley Knapp. Graphic design, video editing, and social media by Brett Davis. Website and technical support by Martine Sellis. And the show is recorded at Forever Dog Studios in Los Angeles. Support The Best Show on Patreon over at patreon.com slash thebestshow. And follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Best Show for Life. That's Best Show number four, Life. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.